1: yeah okay well what's this podcast about or are we rolling we're rolling oh sorry go
0: no that's what's this podcast about this so we're just gonna roll um what do you think this podcast is about first off
1: um i'm assuming we're gonna do our normal share life stories because they never seem to end
0: okay what but what do you think like when you think of this podcast what do you think of
1: random goodness okay like career-wise
0: is that your theme I've actually never asked this to anybody. So what is your theme? what would be your theme of the podcast? Like if you had to pick, like when you think of the show, you've been on it multiple times. Like when you think of, when, and you listen to a lot of them. Like when you're like, I listened to them, I've been on it. What is my initial thought or what do I attribute this podcast to? Or what is my focus when I come in? Like what's, what was your headspace coming in today? Like when you come in, you're like, I got a podcast today. I'm on the Galen and Trombly show for the like 800th time. What's your thought? It's
1: kind you- of honestly i would i would label it as like an inspirational podcast because you always have people on that are like telling you like gary douglas
0: Thog, did you listen to that one
1: yeah he's awesome now and so you have people who come on and like tell you about their careers like jared burns and golf like you have a whole bunch of stuff and you guys literally talk about anything and everything but like between a career and like life hobbies if that makes sense
0: what's your favorite topics that i cover
1: that you cover um, I do like to hear from the like locals, uh, people you wouldn't really know. Okay. Um, but my favorite, do you want to know my favorite podcast episode ever? Yes. The ghost hunting one. Really? Ghost tour. The bat. Yeah. I love stories.
0: Phenomenal. I'm going to have him back on because he was one, he can just tell stories. Yeah. And when you start picking his brain, the stories that he comes up with, like, I think he just
1: He's, a, he's yeah.
0: He knows so much that if you ask him a story, it's almost like he doesn't think it's that interesting in the like grand scheme of everything that he knows. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by it.
1: No, I know. And, and he's like, um, even his Facebook posts, it's like a whole chapter of a book. Have you ever just sat in? Yeah. I read them. Posts? Yes. I just read them. And I'm like, I love, I think it's also cause it's Plattsburgh. I just mm-hmm. like to learn about Plattsburgh. Um, but he, his podcast, I loved it. When it ended, I was like, "Oh my god, is this really like?" I felt like it was so short because I like flew through it and I never really the, looked at it.
0: The only problem I think with Matt when he was doing it is, I think he was kind of he didn't know like the cadence of what, so he was kind of going through and he was jumping around the stuff because asked questions and then he started to get really into some good stories. Yeah, and I think he shines best when he can just like just tell a story. Yep, he's such a storyteller that I think if I have him on again. I'm just gonna have him open up with just a story and just like build yeah. off of that because that is, I mean, he's phenomenal when it comes to and story he times. has
1: so much like knowledge that nobody else really knows. An about. insane amount. No, I know. And when he like spits like when you'd ask him a question, and then he'd spit off like a five minute explanation for it. I'd be like, how does he know which president slept at this location at this time on this day, whenever it happened? To, like, like
0: to the actual spot.
1: No, literally.
0: So where where have you been? You've traveled around a lot. I think a lot. You've traveled enough that where has been a couple spots that you have stood where you're like, I can't believe I'm standing in this spot.
1: The Capitol. I love D.C. You know I love D.C. It's my favorite place. Um, I have to think about it. Uh, This is really cheesy, but Magnolia Silos in Uh, Waco, Texas. I actually know
0: about that because my my sisters and my mom went there last year, two years ago.
1: Yeah, I went three years ago. It's amazing. But I was like there and I was like, oh my God, this is like a dream. Um, The other one that I am obsessed with, again, D.C., it's the Tidal Basin in D.C. by the Jefferson Memorial. Okay. The Jefferson Memorial is the most beautiful place. Your
0: favorite monument.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have pictures like watercolor framed in my house of the Jefferson Memorial. Um,
0: And same architect designed.
1: As City Hall. Which I think
0: I learned from you. Yes. I think you told me that fact.
1: Uh, Yep. So... I don't know. I think DC like gives me chills and everything. Um I'm a history nerd though. Like that's the kind of stuff that like speaks volumes to me, I feel like. Um so honestly, I could spit off like 19 places in DC that I'm obsessed with.
0: Any places outside DC? So let's take we'll, we'll take
1: Georgetown, but that's not really outside of DC. The oldest house I think in on like the northeast side, I think is in Georgetown, and you okay. can go in it. And I remember being like on the front steps of it in Georgetown, it's like right in the little vicinity of the city of Georgetown, which is literally two miles from DC. But, um, I remember standing there and being like, Oh my God, this place is so old. How many people have like walked in this door? And meanwhile, I'm just here. Like it's a normal day.
0: So what place do you think you've ever stood where like the coolest place you ever stood, but what's the place that you stood that you felt like wasn't what you expected. Most places I would say probably seem too small. You know what I mean? Like when you stand there, you're like, I just expect this place to be bigger just because you see it on TV and angles and stuff. But when you're actually there, yeah. you're like, oh, this is not, because you got to think, think about, I, I know one. this is crazy. Like when you're standing in a room, if, and I, I this is a very, very, I'm just going to use it for the purpose of this podcast. The, the amount of people that have come in here to do the podcast and go, oh, so this is the podcast studio and they look around it because they've seen it on video yeah. and realize it's not as probably as big as what they yep. thought. And which is a lot of stuff. Like I always hear like Saturday Night Live is much smaller when you're actually in there, but it just feels big because obviously cameras have angles and stuff. Um, So, yeah. So give me your take on what place seemed like you were there, but just seemed underwhelming maybe or overwhelming.
1: I have two. One, I've actually said this to you before too. City Hall feels really small to me inside, but on the outside doesn't it look huge?
0: I've never been, but yes.
1: Okay, so I've said that to you a couple times. I know we've talked about it, and I feel like it's like this grand feeling on the outside. Maybe it's because it does look like the Jefferson Memorial. But when you go in the front of City Hall, it really is small. And it's just like office. Is it you
0: walk right in the lobby first? Yeah, when you go
1: up the stairs, you go in the lobby and they have that Battle of Plattsburgh Anchor.
0: Again, I've never been in, so I'd love so, to go So, and
1: then the mayor's office is to the left, Common we're, Council Street, and we're then gonna take go. a we're
0: gonna take a field trip there one day.
1: I'd go with you. I I like because you show day. me around
0: because I've literally never been there.
1: Um, so inside, I was very under like underwhelmed and not as impressed as I. I always viewed it as bigger when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. maybe now it's because I'm older and I know it's not that big. But the other one, and this is random, was my mom took us on. a... This is my second favorite place to go. I've been several times, but. Um, In Newport, Rhode Island, my mom took us on a family vacation there for the first time. I think I was in middle school and the Breakers Mansion. So it's a huge mansion. And I had in my brain that the inside was going to be like a monster sized mansion. It is massive, but I really in my head had like a Beauty and the Beast castle (laughs) in like my brain. And it's a lot of rooms, like little rooms.
0: What kind of mansion is it? An old family
1: mansion? It's a family. I, i've never Anderson heard of Anderson Cooper, the Vanderbilt built it.
0: I've never heard of it. So
1: Anderson Cooper can go and stay there. He's part of the family that built it. I'm gonna show it to you. Because really? then you'll understand where where I'm coming from. So, like I always
0: thought the name Newport was like Newport, Rhode Island oh just my God, a cool newport name. is amazing if i had to pick like names like newport a little bit of a little bit of a little Amazing. i've never been to any of these places but of like that old feeling i'd love to go to savannah
1: it's awesome. I think just
0: because Savannah sounds so. So that's the
1: Breakers. Wow, it's
0: beautiful. So massive. they have like. huge manor.
1: Oh my God, yeah. And you can go and walk off like all over the property. Um, they have it open to visitors. The third floor is closed to um, visitors because the family, the Vanderbilts and like Anderson Cooper, those people, they still can go vacation there. Um, but there's so many people a day that go visit it pre-COVID that I wouldn't want to do that. Um, but I really had in my brain like massive, massive like. Just open, you know how you, I feel like I was raised in like open floor schemes, like Mm -hmm. where you aren't like boxed in an old mansion is boxy because there's so many, they have the separate living quarters for the servants. Um, They had separate bathrooms and everything's just small and cooped up minus like the main ballroom and like the main dining room. So I just remember why it's amazing. I love it. I would, I've been there to the breakers, I think three times on tours, but I just, I feel like the inside, I was very like, oh my God, there are so many rooms in here. And I really just thought it was going to be like one massive, like perfectly flowing mansion. So it kind
0: of like was overwhelming or underwhelming?
1: The inside was underwhelming. Okay. Not interior wise in terms of like decor artifacts, all that stuff. That's all there. Um, and it is all fascinating to see like everything that they had. But it was underwhelming in terms of like when I went in and saw what it was, I was like, wait, what?
0: So I think the two, the one that would tie that, both of mine are, both of mine are in Europe. I'm trying to think of this. Oh if my
1: God, I didn't even think of Europe.
0: I mean, you go anywhere. I'm talking the world. Like, where, where'd you go? That was like, now. Now, I might like open up another box. You got more.
1: Okay. Uh, yep. Palace of Versailles.
0: That was the one I was going to say.
1: So I love Palace of Versailles, but I feel like I only got to see like a little quarter of well, it. When
0: you started to mention the mansion, that was literally the one I was going to say was yes. uh, Versailles. So the what I remember from Versailles, a lot of gold yep. and massive, Gaudy. massive gardens. Yes. And uh, yeah, My like dream. almost over, overkill with the gold. But um, the thing was, I, I kind of kicked myself because I went on a school trip when I was, now this is crazy. I was 18 and I went on a class trip And had an absolute ball. It was fun. The problem with being an 18 year old, and at the time you think you're old, you're not, you're a kid. So at 18 years old, I was looking at, and I really wish I could do that trip now because I have much more, I have a lot better context at 30. One, my sense of direction was pretty poor, meaning like at 18, you're just going with the flow, which part of that's fun. Part of that is I kind of wish I had a little more context of areas. Um, But it was still a lot of fun. The other thing is, Going, I don't think I had an appreciation for everything as I would now. Because at eighteen, again, you're like, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's just going on a trip. That's big and we're hanging out with buddies and stuff. Where I think now I like history. I like I like, you know and again, I know it sounds weird, but like being in like housing industry and being in like a business setting, like I kinda think I have a little more context and a lot of stuff. So I'm like it's fun to look at I would think Versailles right now for me. Would be just an absolute ball to go through, and I think going through like it's everything amazing. and just I love Versailles, yeah. And it was like I don't, I just don't have a very good context of Versailles,
1: but the gardens at Versailles are overwhelming.
0: Yeah, they're my huge. mom and I got
1: lost in them, they're and huge. then at one point we both it was so hot, and we both were like, "Oh my God, we're like two miles deep into this mess, and we're lost, and like no one was around." It, well,
0: it's like uh, have you ever been to Botanical Garden in Montreal? It's very si- um.
1: I did when I was young. I don't really remember. similar,
0: yet. but from my memory, and that was big, and I went on a hot day, but I think yeah. Versailles is probably. I'm guessing it's bigger, but yep. again, I don't remember. And
1: they, I mean, I totally understand. They can only let you see a certain portion of the inside, obviously, yeah. but I felt like I was going to be going, I don't know if I had it in my brain, I was going through the whole building or not, but like the outside is so massive. Yeah. There's no way you went through and the whole then, building. No. And then we, it was like a wing. It literally yeah. is a wing. And then we went out back and I got to, actually my favorite part of Versailles was um, her separate living quarters. I don't even remember. She had like a mini Versailles in the backyard.
0: Who lived at Versailles? It I know I'm stupid. King
1: Henry wasn't oh, it? it could, oh my God, my sister's going to kill I, me. I know,
0: I know. Uh, Alexis, don't. Um, I find that like we just come up with a bunch of just bad things. We should have never come no, up with facts. No, I make myself
1: look so stupid. Louis, it was King Louis. King Louis. Is it the eighth? King Louis the eighth? I don't know. But
0: I thought it was a bunch of...
1: And all of his wives. So
0: Ver- Versailles though, is Versailles a place... That just multiple kings and queens lived, or was it just one I family? I actually
1: don't know. I just know it's famous for like because um,
0: like Buckingham Palace, White House, like the yeah. families continued to live. I mean, obviously Buckingham's so, different because it's all one family.
1: Yeah. So I know. So when we went to, so I did Paris first and then Versailles. Mm-hmm. So Anne Boleyn Boleyn lived there. I know that. And she was a, she's the one who got her head cut off.
0: But she was a queen, right?
1: She, she was married to Louis, I'm pretty so sure.
0: So Queen King Anne Louis. or a Queen.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I sound really uneducated. I
0: saw her bed, if that that's creepy, yes, but yeah. They, um, it's like a four post bed. Thing. Yep. And yeah.
1: then in Paris, uh, they have that huge, it kind of looks like a pyramid, but huge and tall, and it's the spot in Paris where she got her head cut off. Oh really? Yep. It monument it's a monument basically. Ob- obelisk. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like, uh, here, it's the it's Washington, Washington Monument. Basically, yeah, it's but it's an, not that it's tall. It's not as tall as the Washington Monument. It's like but it's the same skinny. shape. It goes up and Yeah, literally. Yep. And it, it's gold and black. It's also cool.
0: I only know it from the lost symbol. Did you ever read that book? Did
1: you? Yes, we talked about that. Did you finish it? Yes. And I'm trying to make Brady read it right now. Okay.
0: Cause I, I brought, it's uh where is it? Galen? Look, look, look. Lost symbol. You have the picture no, version one. I do. I thought I gave that to you. No. So
1: no, I didn't read the picture. Did book. I give you the you picture? T- no, you told me about it though, and I b- had my mom bought me the paperback one. So that was the only shitty part was I didn't love the paperback version just because it was like shoot, I wasn't I really I a reader. You, I thought I gave the you the picture book one. You showed it to me here.
0: Oh, I didn't let you have it, or do you no. already have one? Is that why?
1: No, I don't have one. Oh shoot. I I, ha- I own the book though. My mom bought it for me. Oh, maybe
0: that's why I didn't give it to you. I could have sworn it to be here. Maybe I brought it back home. I I could have swore I gave it to. I have Inferno here, but I should have. Yeah, because I have all the picture books up yeah. until. I The funny thing is, I still have yet to finish Inferno.
1: Really? Yeah, I read it. I haven't. I haven't. I don't know anything. I got about
0: halfway through it, and I I started reading about four years ago. I have a tendency to read like half of books and never finish. Yeah. I have a book that I started over COVID. I'm. It's a 600 page book. I'm about 450 pages in. I just stopped reading it. Really? Yeah. I just. I like, love reading. I I mean I, I I just don't have time, and it's like. I shouldn't say that. I don't make the time to read. I, know I hate when people say I don't have time. You can always have time. You just gotta make the time. I just don't yeah. make the time to read because I have other stuff. Like
1: I have a book on Versailles at home. I'm gonna have to break it out to, to figure out who the hell I'm talking about right now. But ver- it's okay, more so so back.
0: Yeah. Well, no, no, that's fine. So back to where I was saying Versailles one is incredible. Um, that was the one I was actually gonna say when I said yeah. in Europe. The second one where I stood that I thought was like it's probably the only place on earth that I think I've stood. And I said like, "Holy crap! I can't believe I'm like standing here," and it was the Sistine Chapel.
1: No way! Yeah,
0: and it was incredible. So it's in uh, Vatican. So the Vatican City. So the Vatican City. Fun fact: is the smallest country in the world. It's its own country, and it's literally in the middle of Rome. Um, But the Vatican is the. Oh my god! I want to go to Rome. It is. Yeah, Rome's cool. It's uh, the smallest country. It's got its own flag. It's also rare because one of the only flags in the world, I think, that's not a rectangle. It's a square. And the... So, okay. So we go there. Yeah. St. Peter's Square. I actually got really into it because I had read... I know it sounds stupid, but Dan Brown. I read Angels and Demons, which takes place in Rome and at the Vatican. Yep. So I went into the Sistine Chapel and it's like... It's kind of like... It's weird because you kind of go through the building, which I think is St. Peter's I don't know if it's the same St. Peter's Basilica, but like I don't know if that's just the I church. Really and can't remember. so you're kind of going through this whole maze of a part of the building, and all of a sudden, like you like go over and like okay, we're gonna go to the door to the Sistine Chapel, but you don't realize like the Sistine Chapel is like inside of another building. Yeah, it's like connected to another building. It's not like this like standalone building. Yeah, it's like you walk in, and I had done an, I had read the book and I had done enough research on the paintings and stuff to like really appreciate being in there. So like you kind of look, and everybody thinks my favorite part is like everybody looks at the. The ceiling. Yep. The ceiling's like very iconic and has like, was it God and it Jesus or God and man, like with the fingers touching? Like yeah. that's up on the ceiling. How cool. And Michelangelo. So Michelangelo did the ceiling and I, 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 Alexis, please fact check us. I think it was five years. She or, will. Five years <laughs> or seven years to do the ceiling. That's a long I think that, it's seven. Okay. So what's even crazier. Is if you go into the Sistine Chapel, not it's very famous, but not as famous as the ceiling because there's paintings all around the, yeah. like the whole thing's paintings. So you look up and you have the whole ceiling, and it's a it's not huge, but I would say um, you talked about like the chapel, right? Like that the chapel on the base. Yeah, it's about the same size as the chapel in the base, so it's a decent size, wow. but it's not like this massive thing.
1: I didn't
0: know that. I'm ballparking, but I think it's I'm close on that.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So then you like look at one side. So when you walked in. Whatever door I walked in, you obviously the first thing you do is look up because yeah. I. But like, but if you look to the right, on one wall, is where the Infernal Book comes from. I think it's called. I might be totally wrong on this. It's something like. I don't think it's Divine Comedy because I think that's part of the book yeah. and I think that's with Dante. But it's, uh, Michelangelo. I I think again fact check me. I think also did that mural, and probably. Maybe not, because if Dante was the one in that book, maybe I don't know. But it's the whole idea of like yeah. Earth and Hell and like Heaven and Hell kind of thing. Yep. It's like and like man and afterlife. And if you watch, there's it, a
1: documentary on Netflix about this right now. It's I just scrolled ver- oh, past really? it last night.
0: So if you look maybe at the Hulu. if you look at the painting, I, let me get the exact. exact I name. know.
1: Pull it up. So now you, I'm like curious.
0: Um. So it, it is. Oh man, Sistine. You're a you're much better Googler than I am.
1: It's Sis a- S-I-S-T-I-N-E. Yes,
0: I'm so pretty sure. So Sistine. Come on, Google. One time. Let me see it. Killing me here.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Sistine Chapel Painting.
1: See, I'm looking at the picture on the outside, and it's funny because this reminds me the building, not like the inside of the cathedral. It reminds me of Palace of the Popes in Avignon. France
0: okay I've never been there
1: so we went to Avignon France on our my mom and I went on our Viking River cruise one it's like such an underrated place and um, actually at Philip is it Philip Lloyd Page Philip Page Philip Page so he watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills they go to Avignon and I don't know how to say that properly Avignon um, in one of the seasons and they stay at a chateau. Avignon is so beautiful and the palace of the popes is there and the palace of the popes from the exterior literally looks like a massive 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 compound when you go inside it's not it's like again little rooms like little tiny cathedrals it's just a weird like stone fixture it's amazing because you're walking through that but um they have a chapel in there and the ceiling was hand painted it's beautiful. It's like, like you walk in, I have a picture of it on Facebook. I'm pretty sure when you walk in, you're like, Oh my God. When you look up and know that somebody had to like sit on a scaffold system up there yeah. and paint it, it really does like catch you off guard. Cause you're like, Holy sh like, Holy crap. I can't believe this. But, um, it's so underrated because it's also, it's kind of, it's so small that when you leave, you're like, I can't believe this, that history is such a small room. You know what I mean? So well, underwhelming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he did on his back basically. And, they said it was paid approximately in today's value $78,000 to paint the Sistine Chapel. Oh
1: my God. Which you
0: got to think like at the time now. That like, was that probably
1: was so on, much money.
0: Back then it was, but like that's underpaid. Now. Think, oh like, yeah, now. But they said it, today's it would be worth about $78,000, which yeah. back then was a crazy amount of money. Yeah. Um, you know what's Can you wear shorts? in the, So that was the other thing too. You had to address appropriately to go in. So they told us before you really? went in, you had to wear pants and a shirt. So I think we all had to wear pants and like a polo. To go in. Wow. You can't just like go in normally. I didn't know that either. So um, Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel. And for some reason, I kind of like art history. I think I took a college course on that too. Did you Um, go to
1: see the Mona Lisa?
0: Yep. I've seen that too. Were you... Like Th- that, underwhelmed was underwhelmed. That. that was under that was was okay underworld. so my
1: mom didn't even bring me into the museum we went in you ju- we were there the louvre is yeah huge. so we went to the louvre um it was actually july 5th we got there we spent like a week in paris my mom the lines were so bad because it was summer mm. my mom literally looked at me because one day i was like let's get tickets to go to the louvre blah 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 and i said i want to see the mona lisa and my mom she's so blunt she looked at me and she was like anna it's not worth the wait in the line it's small and she was like i got up to it and i was like are you kidding me
0: i think it's only like 18 by 24 yeah. so
1: she literally was like it's not worth it and then when i it's found like out how small painting. it was i was like okay i don't need to go well you there. think
0: it's like this huge wall painting it's not it's like it's like that whiteboard right no
1: I, that's exactly no, no, what i thought it was no no, no. that
0: little, yeah, so um, no, no. little whiteboard
1: yeah so that's again that's I think, like I crazy think it's like
0: 18 by 20 20 by 24 it's not a big and make, i had see, pictured okay, it my, like my michael huge. scott fo- photo yeah it's probably a little bit bigger than that yeah, that's crazy. maybe the size of that sponsorship and poster people there. travel
1: the world to get to go see that That's yeah. what like blows my mind.
0: There's a bunch of people there when I went it was like
1: Yeah, the lines are always incredible
0: I didn't, I didn't actually have to wait in line like we just went up and it was like kind of like people were just crowded around it So you yeah. just like kind of work. It was almost like crowded around like getting an autograph from somebody like eventually they would leave and you would move and forward you're
1: Literally like I don't get art. Honestly, I, just, I, I love
0: the idea. I love the, the renaissance age of art So yeah, the painting I'm I totally messed this up. God galen terrible um, so the the painting oh, I'm thinking of, I had the painting correctly. It's called Judgment. Let me see it. So this is the Sistine Chapel.
1: <laughs> we sounds we're gonna sound so bad. To our that history that is features. the one. So I walked in.
0: I walked in through this door right here. Oh my
1: god, it's amazing that, though. So
0: that is it's very blue. It's oh. a sky. It's called Judgment. That one to me is even better than the ceiling because the ceiling's a bunch of like yes. little scenes. Yep, I like painted. that one better. So this one is just – it's called Judgment, which I knew it had to do with something with heaven and hell. Yes, Judgment going to the afterlife. So that's what it was. Um, Michelangelo painted it, but I think it had to do with like – and again, I could be wrong on this. I think it had to do with something with like the Inferno with going like – because I think if you go down to the bottom, it's like people going – maybe I'm totally wrong on this. If I am, I don't care. But the the photo (laughs) is very cool. It was very cool. And the the cool thing about the Sistine Chapel is like –
1: It's a huge piece of history.
0: Well, so like I grew up – I I grew up Roman Catholic. Um I mean I'm still Roman Catholic. I just don't um I really don't go to church much, but yeah, I, don't I still like I don't my thing is like the pra- the practices of the church, there's things I don't agree with. The history yeah. of the church I like because I think I like yeah. history. So when I take like the historical stuff of the popes and the painters yeah. and like that time period, I still have a fascination with it. So when I go in there and like that's where they pick the Pope. Like the Sistine Chapel is where they do all the stuff where they you see the smoke go up and like have they they all agree on a pope and yeah um it's crazy because we've Wait, seen is
1: that really yeah
0: have you ever seen the whole thing of the pope
1: yes I have but I didn't know it was in that so
0: the pope you go till they die so Pope yeah. John Paul II died Pope Benedict became the pope. Pope Benedict stepped down which is very rare and Pope Francis yeah. is now I know the, Pope. the
1: smoke and everything I just didn't know that that's comes, I didn't like put two into two it guy. comes from
0: the Sistine Chapel and they go through and all the I believe all sense. the cardinals in the world vote so if you're a cardinal you can vote in it how crazy so the closest cardinal to us is um, I forgot the guy's name is the cardinal in New York City so there's only a certain amount of cardinals in the name. world there's probably uh, maybe a couple hundred
1: you would um, if you're interested in all that you would be interested in my mom's trip to France she went to all the Mary Magdalene landmarks
0: Yeah, that'd be crazy.
1: Yeah, she did all the stuff. Like, she went into caves that they believe she lived in. She saw what they believe is her skull, um, or like a bone or something. She literally went to France to, like, track down Mary Magdalene history, because that's, like, her favorite thing to read about. She's a deep diver into Mary Magdalene, and many people don't know who Mary Magdalene is.
0: So, wait, the most... List of... Okay, so a cardinal... Oh, does the Pope... How much... Does one get paid being the pope? Nothing.
1: I did not that. He I never received I, a salary. I assumed. you I don't just get think a they salary. just don't
0: pay. People just pay for you. Yeah. Um, what is the pope's net net worth? He's estimated to be around twenty five to twenty eight million. Huh. Okay. Well, how many cardinals are there in the world? There's two hundred and three cardinals. Wow. Yeah, they are summoned. Um, there's two hundred and three cardinals from sixty nine countries. They're summoned to the meeting at the Vatican, which is. Followed by the papal election or conclave, which is when they pick the pope. So, what happens is they all go vote. I think you need a certain, and it's like an election. So, the certain amount of people you get, mm-hmm. and what they do is they, they, uh, you have to see white smoke.
1: Yeah. So, they don't have a, yeah. so they all
0: vote. If like, the vote, okay, we don't have the cardinal, they, they put All the ballots, like, yeah, whatever, in something they burn them, but they burn them with something that will show black smoke. So the black smoke comes out, and like, oh, we don't have it, so we gotta do another round of, of yep. voting. I don't know how long the voting takes, but you gotta doesn't think. doesn't it take days? I don't think it takes days, I think it takes hours. I so I think, it took
1: days, it, it, it certainly people could, literally just sit outside and wait.
0: Yeah, it certainly could, but I think I what honestly. they do is they go through. I mean, it's the most popular election in the world, so like, you get it. I yeah. mean, realistically, so I wonder.
1: If, I'm going to Google that. But
0: if you go through, I think it takes hours because I think they go two twenty eight or to whatever I just said. And then they go through everybody again and you have to go and recast your ballots. So I think it's, okay, we're revoting. My guess is that everybody picks the ballots. I don't know how they do it. Do they take like, okay, well, we're down to like, you know, these are the top three, vote for the top three. Or like, I think you have to it's have a, days. a few I, days. I think you have to have the, uh, what, what is the percentage that you need to elect a Pope? Um, like what percentage of the Cardinals have to become into agreement? Is it two-thirds? It always seems like two-thirds is like a majority kind of thing.
1: Let me see. It's usually between two and three days, it looks like, on average. The last, like, eight popes.
0: Okay, so... I don't know how A two-thirds
1: majority decision is needed to elect a new pope. This is okay. the only valid method currently permitted.
0: Okay, so I was... That, that sounds right. So, well, I mean, it is right, but that's, that sounded what... or That was what I thought. So...
1: Yeah, you got that right.
0: So if you go through and then once you go, I didn't know any once of you elect this, a pope, so. then white smoke comes out. Yep, and then the white.
1: I actually remember watching the white smoke come out for. We have Pope Benedict right Francis. now. Francis. Francis. Benedict was. So Benedict's still alive. Oh wow, um, I do remember seeing the white smoke when he was elected. I was old enough to remember it. I don't know how old I was though.
0: I want to say he was probably elected in like 2011 or 12. Yeah. Benedict didn't serve long. I think Benedict I think was I only was like high four years. I Maybe mean, I could be again. Could be wrong. I'm off a little bit, but there's a documentary documentary there's a movie that came out called two popes that i want to watch
1: oh i've heard about this it's
0: on netflix i haven't seen it yes
1: yet. i haven't watched it but i, it, love I think Ant- anthony
0: hopkins is in it but i don't know if the t- so the two obviously i think it's how they because i don't think they saw they saw eye to eye i think yeah benedict was i think very a very conservative pope and i think francis is more progressive
1: um yeah and it's it makes people crazy
0: yeah, I think, he, and again, I don't know how progressive a pope is, is but I, I would think that that's, I think that's trending in the right direction. Yep, I, like, I agree. There's a couple of things that, Oops, again, I went to church. I think the benefit of, like, my problem is when I went to Mass, I never got anything out of, like, I would always go to out Mass. Out of, like,
1: the homilies and stuff?
0: I never listened to it. So yeah, no, I would me go, either. I would listen. Now, now, part of the reason is I stopped going when I was, like, early 20s. So yeah. I was a kid. So now, yep. maybe what I get more out of it now, Maybe. I'm always one of those people like, I believe, I believe in like afterlife. I believe in like, be like, uh,
1: uh, no, I do.
0: I do. I I would say I do. I believe, I
1: believe in like the energy. I believe in, do I believe in
0: ghosts? Yes. Do I believe in, um, do I believe in aliens? Yes. Do I believe, I believe that there's more than what we see. I just
1: think they're created in a fictional capacity that makes them non-believable.
0: The only, the, i think it's cuz it's so out of realm for us to explain it is yeah. why people's minds are blown so like when you think of there's too much thing there's too much stuff that happens in life that you can't explain yep. like i mean legitimately can't explain even down to like 6 cents or down to like holy crap if i didn't do that like there's a couple times in my life that if i didn't do something or something didn't force me to do something things could have been entirely different. And I and I kind of look at that as like, when people talk about guardian angel, like, I don't know if there's a thing called a guardian angel, but I really think there's something that happens that is not under our control that forces us. Yeah. Like, I'm also one of those believers that I truly believe that most of our lives are predetermined, even though people don't agree with that. But I think that there's... No,
1: a, I honestly feel like, yeah.
0: But I think there's enough... Of, but I think obviously it's, it's, it's open to... Like, yeah. if you decide, like, I'm going to have this tonight for dinner or that tonight for dinner. I don't yeah. think it's that. But I think there's, like.
1: Your life events. Like, 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 when, like, at the time when, like, I believe in not necessarily everything happens for a reason. But I believe, like, when somebody passes away, they were supposed to pass away when they did. Correct. So.
0: Like, so my my grandfather just passed away. Someone that's been very, you know a huge part of my, I mean, you know, I'm part, sorry, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's it was, yeah, it was a difficult, you know, time and, um, but it's one of those when you look back at it, like obviously, you know, very tough for us to deal with, very, you know, emotional. I yeah. mean, it's just, I mean, he's, you know, a guy that I literally grew up with and, yeah. you know, spent countless hours with. So, you know, it's still even to this day tough to talk about, but I look back at it, you never want to see anybody pass, but like, the way he passed was like, like uh, too perfect. Like it, it, yeah. I know it sounds weird, but it was like too perfect. Where yeah. you think like, here's a guy that like went to church. I mean, th- we always call it, he's like one step from from the pope. You know, what I mean, like he was one. He's yeah. literally one of these guys that like I think would have been a priest had he not married and had a family. Yeah. And his brother was um was a priest for like That's 50, so 60 cool. years. Yeah, so. He, Irish, I mean, that's where my Irish side comes yeah. from. He was my, my Irish grandfather. So he, um, but when you talk about like things happen for a reason, like there's a reason he passed the way he did. Like, I mean, yep. to, almost too perfect. Like if you had yeah. to, if, literally if I had to find a way to pass, that's how, like I would pick the way he passed away, to, to pass away. Like, um, but when you talk about things that are predetermined, I look at like me not moving away or it's not even moving away. Me meeting like my wife yeah then all of a sudden like total chance encounter you know what i mean like i talk about these people that like you you, but then all of a sudden like now we have three kids like those three kids and had
1: you not had we not met we those three kids would 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 not be those three kids the way they are yep
0: so like you kind of look at all these random things like me like my parents didn't meet and didn't have me at a certain time and i didn't have my like what happens they would have stopped at two kids and i had three kids yep like we don't like me and my wife are like have you ever been to a medium no I know. I, I we have we have a friend that goes and sees one. She came over the other day and she was talking about it. And she's like, she said you were gonna have a boy. And I'm like, okay. Like I, I think some of this. I don't know. Maybe it's right. But I went legit. to a
1: medium and a lot. So what you're kind of talking about, it's kind of like um, it ricochets off of all of those beliefs. But she. So I went to a stranger that was a medium and I privately contacted her. But to go with what you're saying earlier about the guardian angel. I it's technically not called a guardian angel but what happened was I walked in the room and she doesn't even take your name so you don't even know who you're booking with you don't know her name her like what she looks like her Facebook so she can't look you up that's like the biggest question everybody says is well did she find you on social media and I'm like no when she doesn't have my name and I called off of an office phone so she didn't have my cell phone number she couldn't like trace me back anyway she's not in the FBI and I walked in the room and she told me so she started the reading And it was my grandfather. And she didn't have a name right away, but she knew it was an R, which was correct. And then she went down a list of things about my grandma, my dad, things that I didn't even know. I had to go home and ask them to get like find out it was accurate. But she told me that so I lost someone in high school and I went my freshman year of college There's, on your left side, she told me, it's like your, it's basically your guardian. They're attached to you and they're looking after you and they're like, the energy is there always. And it's something with your left side. She described him to a T. She described things he was wearing with like slogans that were goofy and inappropriate that only I knew he had. And she actually gave me it basically he at one point she was like i have a message for one of his friends you and it was a message that i didn't even know the answer to i had to literally go contact all his friends to find the answer and the last person i contacted it was about him and he literally was like anna i don't tell anybody that because i'm embarrassed about it please don't tell anybody and i said well he wants you to know it's okay and he was like that is so creepy because i was embarrassed by it and that's why i didn't share it with my friends and, but I had to go like seek out the person to tell them because I felt like I had to. And it was a tragic loss for all of us at the time. And um, I just remember the things I left with from that appointment, she described actually my career plan right now. Um, I didn't have that back then. I didn't even really have a will to work, honestly. And I was pretty lazy. <laughs> and she described everything that I'm kind of doing in my life now. And I never, and she writes it down on a piece of paper and you can take it home. So over the course, so things that didn't make sense, this is where it's crazy. Things that didn't make sense at the time, they make sense when I go back on the list now. Like my soulmate, she said, you know him already. He's a good friend. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Never thought it would be Brady, honestly. It was
0: before you were with Brady.
1: Oh, before he and I even had like semi-connection romantically, but we were best friends. And I remember being, I listed off like 10 other people I was close friends with and he was not one of them that I even thought of as, like, the possibility. And then when we got engaged in everything, it was, like, the the events that unfolded after that that I realized, oh, my God, I, it's, like, I lived through this before because she described so many weird things that have happened. And it's things that nobody would know, though. Like, you can't predict that unless you're, you have some ability. This,
0: where, where is this person from?
1: She's from here. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll tell you I'll tell you her name after okay I know her name now Do you,
0: should I go see her
1: she doesn't go by her real name I think no you no we I mean, don't say
0: it on the air but we can
1: yeah so she doesn't give you her real name that's what I was originally told but then I knew her real name because um I she and I she knows all about you the things she knew about me no offense they were really personal and like really like things I didn't even tell my closest friends like some of the things she would so some of the th- it was a boy I dated so The boy who passed away, I dated, and I had a very like long history with through high school. There were things that she knew about when I would like sneak out, and nobody would even know I was seeing him because like I was moving on and like with my other boyfriend. And like conversations we had, she cited, and I was literally like, I have never even told my sister this information. So the whole thing was like surreal because, but I left honestly. I went into it really nervous. When I left the room that night, though, I literally felt at peace because I was like so paranoid about how everything happened. And when I left, though, I, li- I went home and I remember telling my parents all this. My dad cried. Sorry, dad. I don't mean to expose you. But um, Guest of the show. it was so of the show. it was so personal and like descriptive that it made him emotional and it was it was just stuff that you can't make so, up. And
0: this is stuff when you're like, you're telling your parents. They're like... Yeah,
1: I went home and I was... And I they're like, we've never even told even them everything, that. obviously, because some of it was like my personal information. Yeah. But I was just like, I couldn't even like put into words. And she says that she doesn't let people come back to back to back because some people find peace in it. But she says she doesn't recommend it because she said, you need to have enough time in between seeing somebody and hearing these things for like you to transform your life. And like... Decide who you're going to be. Because she says people change. So she's like, you don't want to see somebody every six, uh, every like two months and hear about your future and like hope that's what's going to happen. So does she
0: talk about your future?
1: Yes. She doesn't give you like insane, like you're going to make this much money and you're going to live here and work here. She predicted my friend who was having a crisis, all that stuff happening. I didn't know it was a crisis. I had reached out to her after and then I found out there was a crisis in fact. And she reached out to me about she told me someone was pregnant close to me I didn't know anyone pregnant and then I found out who was pregnant and it all made sense and she told me it was going to be a girl and it was a girl and um she told me about it's not really like your career but she says like you're destined to be she predicted my networking and like me building work relationships because she was like you thrive in an environment where you can chat and you thrive in environments where you can go in and tell people what you're passionate about. She at one point told me she could see me being a nurse, but that my high school boyfriend told her that I hate um, gore and I hate emergencies and I stress out. So I couldn't be a nurse, but I also, he said I was horrible at math. That's what he told her. So she looked at me and she was like, are you bad at math? I am so bad at math. Wait, so
0: she actually saw him or no? This um, is like- she
1: described him to me. She says he was right over my left shoulder.
0: Oh, so she's she's saying like she's medium saying, stuff. Yes, she's okay. literally
1: like, she was at, literally talking out loud, would ask a question, and then she'd come back with an answer that was like so accurate. Do you
0: talk to her at all during this?
1: Yeah, you'd tell her yeah, or like I have no idea. I, I, there were so many moments where I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I didn't know. And then now looking back, I still have the papers. Um, Now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like I know exactly what that is now.
0: Did, did it So she like, she
1: doesn't tell you things that are going to negatively impact you. If you ask her and she has an answer, she'll tell you, but she says she would never say to someone like, like she doesn't have the answers to, am I going to get divorced someday? Like she doesn't have those answers. It's very like, it's your life. It's personal in terms of like, she described things people were wearing. She described things I was wearing. She described. So when my little, I have a, we called him little Papa. So my grandpa came through and he was first. And one of the things she described that I know she never would have known because this has never been posted. This is really just personal to like my parents. I was really young when my little papa died. I think kindergarten. So I didn't understand what it meant to like pass away and move on to heaven. So my grandma gave me a book, and it's called What's Heaven, and it actually was written by Maria Shriver, I think it is. Okay. And it's a beautiful. It was a book that. Actually, on the cover, it looked like me as a little girl. And it's explaining to you, your relatives pass on and they go to heaven and they look down on you, blah, blah, blah. And um, he cited the book. He referenced my book.
0: Uh, Ex-boyfriend?
1: No, my grandfather. He knew about the book that they showed me to teach me about him passing away. And then my grandma... So here's where it gets even weirder. My grandmother, over the years, kept a list and... Of all of the... So I was little. So they always say little kids are more susceptible to like somebody passing away and thinking that they're still here. Okay. Yeah. Like energy. Kids are more susceptible to energy. My grandma kept a list of all the times I referenced my little papa. And there was one time that um, we were at family dinner and I, I told her he was standing in the doorway. I was like, he's standing right there, and I described his shirt, and to this day, she still talks to me about it, because she's like, you you looked at me like, no, why is everybody upset? He's here. And, I, and he always used to stand in the doorway with, with his arms up, and I described him as standing with his arms up, and I was the one that was like, why is everybody so sad? Like, what's the deal?
0: You you were a little kid.
1: I was in kindergarten.
0: You know what's weird? So my son's three, So my grandpa passed away, and... I mean, he, he doesn't, he has no concept of that. You know, like, yeah. he, he met him, obviously, but he, you know, he's not going to have much memory. He doesn't of
1: understand, yeah.
0: So, it was funny. So, we're sitting there one day, and without, without going into detail why he said it, he goes, what's wrong? Did someone die? Like, he's three. Like, and I kind of can put, like, tie the, like, yeah, put it together, crazy. but he just kind of said, like, um... He goes, oh, did he goes, what's wrong? Did someone die? Like and like some, a little some, adult. Yeah, someone was crying. It was like, like how, do, how does he know? Like, it was crazy that he could put two into And he just said it like nonchalantly, Oh, someone died and like just yeah. was playing with his toys. And I'm like, but it's kind of weird. Like when you look at that, I think that that's kind of true. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it's, I think the negative, like I believe in all this stuff. And when you talk about like guardian angels and things like that, I 100% believe in that because I think there's, too much stuff happens that I don't think is coincidental.
1: She told me that. She said nothing yeah. is a coincidence. Do you notice numbers on a clock or anything? Like, do you have a favorite number that you notice all the time? Or yeah. like a favorite time? So,
0: so, you know what's funny? So, two times pop up all the time that I notice. And this might be the same for people. Happens all the time. Very, actually, I'll show, very. there's three numbers that pop up all the time. One's kind of weird for me, but I kind of like... So, the first one is... I'm trying to think. So it's 524. Yeah. The reason it's 524, this is funny, was way back in the day, one of my girlfriends, way back in the day, her soccer number was five. My soccer number was 24. So that was always my like time. Like, oh, like 524. Like, yeah. that's like, you know, people were like, 11 11, make a wish. Like, I was I was like, oh, 524. sort of like, a, of course, you're a kid at the time. You're like, oh, numbers. No, the number the second number I see all the time, which is weird because and I think it's just because when it comes on, I like notice it. Yeah. Like I can see, like obviously you look down and like like right now it's five sixteen. Like that means nothing to me. Yep. Like if it was five twenty four, I'd be like, oh, it's five twenty four. So I think it's a little weird like yeah. that. But the other one that always pops up is nine eleven. And I
1: notice nine eleven too.
0: And I think part of that is psyche is that even though I was like eleven or twelve at the time yeah. that, that happened. It sounds crazy, but here we are twenty years later and that still messes with me. Yeah. As a kid. Like that's just something I don't think I'll ever forget. And I was yep. old enough to know what was going on. Um that always messes with me. The other number, which I think is kind of creepy, but it's not. This would be really creepy if this shows up. It won't. Not okay, it doesn't. Is the number sixty-six. The amount of times that number sixty six really? has showed up, which freaks me out because the devil's number six six six. So I always think, like sixty-six is weird. You know how many times I look at my phone? And, and this is not an exaggeration. I will look at my phone and it's at 66%. Okay, yeah. So
1: All the sh- time. Yeah.
0: Also, you can't see it because I just erased it. Look look up on the... This was creepy because it kind of messed with me. See the number way over there? How many houses I sold last year? What's the number? Um, All the way to the left. Second 66. one in. 66. 66. Yeah, it freaked me out. No, I was sitting there, I was, seriously. Like, I was like, dude, I, like, she I
1: literally told me, quote unquote, there are no coincidences. And when you are noticing things like that, she, she, her motto, she kept telling me the whole time, there's no coincidences. When your brain is saying like, oh, that's such a coincidence. She's like, there are it... no coincidences. Like, that's not existent. So I remember being like, okay, well, there have, has to be some coincidences. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how my brain works. I debunk everything. And when she said that to me, though, um, so I always noticed the time eight eleven. Okay, and she referenced the time to me. Really? So I it's that's something I would never chat with. She yeah, wrote like I, my what piece, I told you I've never told you. Yeah, yeah, so life, she wrote yeah. it on my piece of paper. I can bring you the paper so you can see it, and you'll be I, like, oh my god. She drew my family tree.
0: Send a photo to me.
1: It's crazy. And when she referenced, she was like, so she mentioned my high school friend, and she said he screws with your technology. So at first I'm like, oh my God, I had more technology issues in college between my laptop. My laptop used to turn on in my room in the middle of the night all by itself. We didn't have cats. The light would just turn on when it was on my desk and it lights up your whole room. And I just remember being like, whatever, it's like a button. Who cares? I never really looked into it. And um, she then referenced, she was like, you notice the times. And then I was like. Okay, I bet everybody notices a time because that's a normal thing. And she was like, nope, nope, I'm seeing the number 11. And she kept circling 11. And then she wrote out a whole bunch of other numbers. And then she was like, I'm seeing an 8. 8 was my soccer number. And I think his basketball number was 11, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, yeah, it's been correctly. 524, yeah. And so I was like, that is weird. And then she was like, and he's he's literally like screwing around with you on technology. And I just remember being like... These are things that make me paranoid because then I'm like, so is it him every time? Like you, I didn't ask her that, but it's she just kept telling me it's not a coincidence. Like when you have a moment where something happens and you're like, oh, my God, is it him or is it my grandfather saying hi? She's like, it is. He's saying hi because there's no reason for that energy to not be there. But I found peace in it because then I realized like, OK, there is something there. You know what I mean? It's not like your brain saying like, oh, I feel like the hair standing up on my arm talking about him. Like at my grandma's talking about my papa. Like the reason your hair is standing up because it's energy.
0: You know what's great? So back to my grandfather. So he he passes away my birthday evening. So I kind of look at like obviously like very like – sad like the the whole my birthday this year wasn't like the greatest like mm-hmm. just because that whole thing going on but um then when you like look back at it i'm kind of like i think it'll be something that i'll always look back at with a positive light like mm-hmm. he passed on my birthday and again the way like i'm not gonna go into but the way he passed was very yeah. like symbolic of him and it was obviously like very sad you know it was like emotional and stuff but the next morning we go to my parents' house for Christmas, mm-hmm. so it's like okay, we still getting together. Like when, like yeah, of course, come, you know, we're still gonna get. Together. It was my mom's dad, like we're still gonna get together. So we went over, and we get in the car and ready to just drive down the driveway. So one song ends up finishing up. So we put on, you know, whatever we're so Sirius XM. Okay, we have Sirius yeah. XM in my wife's car. So we get in. There's probably five different stations of holiday music. We put on a holiday music song. Okay. There's a song like probably like a minute left, so it finishes up. The first song that starts, so we get in the car. The song finishes. The first song that starts when we're in the car is my all-time favorite Christmas song. I have not heard it all year.
1: Are you I th- serious?
0: Haven't heard it all year. Get in the car. Song plays. I
1: have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. This, this
0: <laughs> is. I literally took. I'll, I will show you. I took a picture of it because and I said to my family, like, this is insane. So Grandpa had passed. 12 hours prior like i mean yeah very very like not long at all so let me see if i can find it so here it is so we start we start doing it 11 o'clock in the morning so we're driving to my parents house this song comes on
1: no way the
0: hallmark channel the first song and, I, and maybe i'm looking too much really? into it the first song that i hear when i get
1: i don't think you are that's weird
0: First song and, and okay and just I'm gonna I'll tell you the song but it's just a preface this this isn't like Frosty the Snowman this is not a very popular yeah. song most of you have probably never even heard of this song so the song comes on the first song that I heard since he passed a like Christmas song that comes on it's called Christmas in Killarney he was born he grew up in Killarney Ireland and it was by Bing Crosby which is his like that that I know of his favorite singer that
1: is weird so that is so freaky so I mean not freaky in a good way but like that is a coincidence that you just can't make up
0: so like I'm sitting there like I literally came on and I'm like oh my god I like my first initial shot was oh I love this I'm like oh my god like I'm like I love this song because my first song was like I remember and it's crazy. you know when you remember moments as a kid and I just thought about that I mean within the last few weeks yeah I remember as a kid my birthday we always celebrate it. on December 24th. So we always celebrate it on December 23rd. So December 23rd, I remember vividly, I don't know a birthday. That's the only thing. Everybody would come over, including my yeah. grandfather, for my birthday. So I remember taking a shower and I remember coming out of the shower, on, pumped, jacked up because everybody's coming over for my birthday. I'm a kid. I'm probably like seven, eight, nine yeah. years old. Everybody's coming over for my birthday, got dressed. I'm all showered <laughs> up. I'm ready to go. I come running out of the kitchen, and of course, you know, before like parties, it's like kind of fun because everybody's you're, yeah, you're prepping. You're well, you're prepping for the party, and like you know, people are cooking dinner, and like it's just kind of like yeah. that, like chill, like everybody knows, like you're about to have fun. It's not yep. like you know. So, I remember running out. I remember my mom in the kitchen finishing up whatever we we're having for dinner, and on the radio was Christmas in Killarney. and and of course, this was back in the day when you can't just put. I mean, we weren't putting on Christmas in the Clarny on a cassette or a CD. So it was on the radio. And it, again, not a very popular song. Song gets played. and I just remember dancing to it and singing to the song as a little kid. And That's so the crazy. only, and I have such a vivid memory of dancing like in the kitchen and in the living room to the song. It's only like a three minute song. And I remember it as a kid and it's still to this day, something I remember as a 31 year old, like still remember like 20 plus years ago, singing to this song and then to see it like oh literally like God. within, so this song plays and like, and, and, and to put it in perspective, like this is a guy that I went to, I went to Ireland twice with. So I got to see him, I got to see where he grew up with him, where he grew up, like literally going back to his house with him. And, uh, Bing Crosby, when I think about my wedding, the song I picked for my wedding dance with my, you know, you dance with your mom, yeah. you dance with your dad, whatever yeah. song I danced with my mom was, um, Irish eyes are smiling by Bing Crosby. Oh my And like, it was great, but like I God. picked it, I, pi- so, I, pi- I picked it cause of yeah. my grandpa, like I just knew, well, actually I knew going to it that they're going to play a bunch of music cause he was going to it and he was 90, I don't know, 94 or five at the time.
1: Oh my God. He, I keep saying, Oh not, my God, I need to He was 97,
0: up. but he was 97. So he, I remember him going to the wedding and I, and I remember thinking about him like, I'm like, there's not going to be a that song that he's going to want to listen to here. But I said the one song, cause he also had like, as he got older, he had trouble hearing. Yep. So I'm like, he's going to be in this room. He won't be able to hear any music. So the only time he's going to be able to hear a song where nobody's like, i uh, kind of getting emotional now, but like no nobody's going to be able to hear this song like here and everybody's going to be yeah. quiet is when me and like, well, my wife danced with her dad, but like me and my mom dancing. So I picked Bing Crosby that knowing so that the cool. only song he's probably going to hear the whole night that he's going to be able to actually physically like make hear, it out, like yeah. really hear is going to be whatever I picked for that dance. So I picked a song that he would like. So That is like,
1: so awesome. Yeah, so,
0: like, that's why. I have
1: chills again. I know, so it's like. The hair on my arm is standing it, up.
0: It, like, I mean, he was he was very close to us, but, like, kind of, like, putting in perspective, when you go back to, like, the media and stuff, like, things, like, when that song came on, I was like, okay, yeah, like, if I didn't a, believe before, to, I believe it now. Like, yep. and it was.
1: But it's also, wasn't it, like, comforting? You had a moment where you were like, that is so crazy the, cool. Like, and you my, just feel like My anxiety
0: good. level went down to here. Because yeah. I almost felt like, it was his way of saying like, it's okay. "like I'm still with you guys." Yeah, like, and it, it was like, yeah. and it. I remember like I instantly said I. Like, I'll show you the text. Like, I text it to my family. Like, we have like a... Yes. Everybody has a family group that's text. so crazy. So I like group text my family and I was like, literally the first song I heard in the car today.
1: No, for real. And it was it was so literally the awesome. first song I but heard. But the since. other thing is you're going to remember it forever. Oh, so, like, 100%. I will never remember, that's, forget that she, moment. The other thing she told me was she said, it's these are the things that you'll remember until you're 90. So she was like, you need to learn to find comfort in the weird coincidences because she goes, don't overlook them. She says people are so quick to just what, what disregard the and she was like and, and people just don't have like the way to think that coincidences are a message and have you actually side note your grandpa passed away on the 24th mm-hmm. my grandpa passed away on the 23rd wow so kind of kind of crazy yeah. not cool but yeah crazy um but no it's it's cool though because now i find i do i feel like since i've seen her and this is years later The messages she sent me, they like impact what I'm doing now because now when things happen or something, I'll be like, I, I voice it to Brady too. He must think I'm crazy because sometimes I'm like, I, have you ever had a dream with someone who passed away and they're in it and it feels so real?
0: I no not that I can, so
1: I had a dream about my grandpa and I had a dream about my grandpa. I actually had one recently and it's because we're getting ready for my wedding and I am trying to honor him at my wedding and everything. And, um, especially for my grandma, because when my grandpa, passed, she's
0: still alive. He, grandma. Yep.
1: She is still kicking booty. She is awesome, but she's very emotional over like the landmark moments he's missed over the years. Mm-hmm. And the last dream I had with him about him, he, this is low gramps. Yeah, little papa. And I wasn't, like, insanely close with him because he passed away when I was a little girl. I spent a lot of time at their house, so, like, I have memories, but, like, I wasn't, like, with my grandpa here now. I sit and hang out with him all the time. And um, my grandma was always emotional about graduations because he was always, that was his last thing that one of the things he said is, I'm never going to see the girls graduate. And that still, you can't even say that statement to her cause she cries, mm-hmm. which I can't blame her cause it sucks. Yeah. But just recently I was getting, I have a charm. So a lot of my wedding stuff has like little memorabilia cause I'm trying to make it as personable, personal and personable and relatable to everybody in my family. I'm trying to do something for everybody mm-hmm. and my bouquet is my mom's wedding veil, the, bo- the base of it.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. then I
1: have a photo of my grandpa clipped onto it because even though he's not going to be there, I have him clipped onto the bouquet so that it's like he's there. And again, now I'm like a firm believer that like energy can be there. So I was like, I have to honor him some way. My grandma has no idea yet. And um, I had a dream of him at my wedding dancing with me like really? a week ago. He was wow. dancing, slow dancing with me. And... It's so funny because he's, um, he had a big belly when I was a little kid and he was so skinny in my dream. That I remember being like, he was fat, like not fat in a bad way, but he had a big old belly. Yeah. So he was skinny and then he had just this beach ball on his stomach and in the like dream I woke up the next morning, but I feel like when I wake up both times, to- when I woke up both times, I felt like at peace. But literally I said to Brady, I was like, it's so insane when I have a dream because, I literally feel relieved after like I saw him.
0: Yeah, I it, there's You some, literally
1: feel like you visited with him and you have like that sense of relief like, oh, I maybe can't see him today, but like I saw him last night. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm like that's the thing. Like I'm a very realistic person. I'm one where yeah. I don't look I don't look too much in the stuff. Meaning I don't yeah. like I wouldn't try to convince myself that something's real, but there's yep. too much things that like
1: They kind of It's not, touch it's not
0: like like even with that song coming on, that's not something that I would hear and like, try to connect the dots. Yeah. That was almost like holy you can't God. avoid it. Yeah, like there again. Th- this is again. This is not like um, I don't know. Take take a classic Christmas song that everybody knows. I guarantee you, most people have not even heard of that song. And the yeah. fact that it came on I don't know that song, on this like, random song, I'm and like, I
1: am a Christmas like obsessor.
0: People don't know it. And I'm like, that is legit. Like. Christmas, the Killarney is where we went. That's where he grew up. Like, it was like... It's
1: not a coincidence.
0: No, and there's not a and Christmas... There's not a Christmas in Dublin. There's not a yeah. Christmas in Cork. There's not a... Like, there's not a that Christmas in... That is li- so you know.
1: cool. But that makes... Yeah. Me, even me, like, as I recite all my stories here, I'm like, I feel less crazy because those are, it, like, the little things you notice. It was,
0: like, it very... It, and the thing is, like, it was right at Christmas. So, like, if you think, all every all the family was up. Like, all the yeah, kids the had the
1: timing, visit. the...
0: Like, you especially during... If you were to try to have as many people together during a pandemic that couldn't travel, but they were able to kind of travel because they made plans to travel for you know yeah. Christmas, and they just happened to be up when it happened, it was How too perfect. Freaking cool! Every one of his kids was up, like it was just it, you couldn't, you couldn't like. It was very odd, and again, to think of the person, like the person in my life, if I would say like, and again, I mean, from my understanding, never did a thing wrong in his life, yeah. like just a very,
1: he's like, like your hero.
0: Very, yeah, very religious, very, yeah. like, very, very, like, family, and for him to, all these things to, like, align, like, you couldn't even script it, it was almost like, oh, I wish that person would, like, everybody, like... It was almost fi- like
1: a message to calm you down because you were on your way.
0: Like ninety five percent of people, were, like, were there. Like it was yeah. like, cra- which is, again, even for, during
1: COVID, for, like it, it, it was yes. all like a blessing wrapped in a message. This, this could have you been half mean? a thing,
0: and it was. I know it was weird. Yeah, I'm not a good like funeral person. I like I don't. Death is weird for me because one, I have a hard time dealing with it because I either get emotional or I don't. You know, you don't know what to say. And it's like yeah, like I just I just have a hard time like going to wakes. I like, I go because yeah, I, I like you know that. like. I go for the family, but I I always feel uncomfortable at wakes. I like, what do you say when you get to the person? No, that's my problem is you don't, it's just, nothing you
1: say is going to be
0: right. Honestly, at the end of the day, they don't really, maybe I'm wrong, but they don't care what you say because like there's so much going on. They're not even like, they're in their own zone.
1: And here's the other way I think about it now is when our family went through like our crazy tragedy and we were dealing with my mom and everything. We were fortunate enough not to lose her obviously, but it was traumatic. The whole mm-hmm. thing beginning to end was like trauma after trauma. And um obviously we're so lucky cuz she's home and recovered, mm-hmm. but I remember a couple of my friends at the time would be like, "You don't even like con- like text us or say anything. Like we don't know what's going on." And I remember Finding, like, I would get so angry when people would send me text messages that said, like, I'm so sorry. Like, if you need anything, let me know. Mm -hmm. I literally had moments where I was like, stop sending me these somber messages as if she's already passed away. Because she's not. She's fine. And I think in my brain, that's how I coped was I don't want the messages of, like, I'm so sorry. Like, are you okay? Like, that to me was, like, eerie and freaky. And I've had to go to a, I would say a few wakes one of them was for one of my really good friends her grandfather had passed away but I just remember walking in and being like it might sound crazy to her because this is her first big loss but I don't want to walk in and look at her and say I'm so sorry for your loss because it's such a a weird statement to say to someone in a way yeah and I feel like you have to go through the trauma end of it which you had trauma when your grandfather passed whether you see it that way or not um and I just feel like the wake conversations are always just so weird
0: yeah, I, I. And they're uh, not
1: going to remember you saying, like, I'm so sorry for your loss. That's I, why I'm always like. I,
0: yeah, and I don't even know what the default answer is. I know, like, when you know, on social media when someone's like, someone passed or prayers for somebody? Yes. Like, I've gone to the point, I mean, trust me, it's like, you don't know what to say. Yep. A lot of times I just put a heart because it, it's it's yeah. kind of one where it's like, anything I say, I always look at it, is but it. But
1: honestly, it, I would take a heart better than I'd take, like, I'm praying I, I for mean, you or always, prayers for your family. Well, I always,
0: I always look at. Anything someone says, this is anything. Like I always look at, I give people benefit of the doubt, especially in a scenario like that. Everybody is trying. Death is not easy for people. Yeah. That anything someone says at that point in time, their intent is good. Their intent is, hey, obviously not a good scenario. I don't like, I wish it wasn't happening. You know, I'm trying to say something just to say that you're in my thoughts. Yeah. And I think that I always look at stuff like that as the bigger picture is... It is someone that's trying to do the best they can because their intent is what I just said. Like, hey, no, and they don't mean
1: ill will. They just no, it's and, you don't realize how it, uncomfortable but, I guess it could be. Yeah, and
0: if someone says like, "I'm sorry for your loss," I, I don't I mean that's totally fine. I think again, the intent there, I think coming from me, it's like if I put a heart down, it's just like, "Hey, man, like, it's you're in my thoughts," or, or yeah, man, but like, guy, girl, whatever, like, you're in my thoughts, or I'm thinking of you, or love, like, with positive thoughts, like. It's not, it's, it's inevitable. We're all going to die. Yeah. Everybody you know is going to die. And, and it's like, I don't, I'm very optimistic. Or You're not, you know, I think we're both yeah. pretty optimistic. Like
1: you have to be in those situations. Yeah. Unless you can't make it through. Yeah.
0: And I, I try to always look at the bright side of stuff. Like yeah. it sucks. Like don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm a human. I cry, you know, but yeah. it's, it's the idea that you got to like really put it in perspective. Yeah. And it's different. Like I've, I've, I'm very lucky. I haven't had a lot of people die in my life. Um, yep. You know, the fact that...
1: No, I'm lucky too.
0: Yeah, like most of my... Like my grandfather made it... Th- I mean, he's 97. Made 31 years of my yeah. life, which is incredible. My grandma's still alive. And my dad's parents passed when I was younger. But um I haven't had a lot of... There's only one... There's only one person that's passed away in my life that I was good friends with that was like my age or younger. Mm-hmm. Um, Still someone... I mean, again, if I had to pick like... Like my grandpa passing is probably the second most impactful passing of my life you yeah. know like the other one was a a kid that passed younger than me but passed in a car accident when i was younger and and you know and that's still to this day something that he went to school with my sister but it was like that still has an impact on me even and i i knew him we were, i mean we're you know we weren't friends in the sense we hung out but i was he was on the mm-hmm. i was coaching his soccer I was part of I was on the coaching staff when he was playing soccer like yeah I know his family like I you know like you know enough of his like background that that had a toll on me for I mean still to this day it's still something that like you think about and there's a few deaths that yeah you know really stick out partly because like this kid's young and it's yep. like great kid nice kid people yep. loved him and it was like you see something like that happen you're like what the hell but yeah I always look at there's like, again, when you go back to reasoning, there's a reason that, like like my, my grandfather obviously being older, but like, like that kid, you know, passing at a very young age while he's still in high school. Absolutely. It's like, there's a re and, and again, the impact he had in 17, 18 years of his life. Yep. And like, again, a guy that didn't, I mean, knew him for sure, but wasn't like his best friend, but like yeah. still knew him, like has an impact to this day, you know, whatever this is, 10, 12 years later, which it's just crazy when you think of stuff like that, that it's.
1: Which but, when you're. Grandfather passed away. This is more of a, a question of if it resonated with you when it happened. Mm-hmm. Did you like when people, when your grandfather first passed away and people were reaching out to you to like say, I'm sorry, like I'm here for you. Did you like it when they shared memories, like funny stories? Did you find peace in that?
0: Um, well, one one thing.
1: Versus I, the person saying like, I'm praying for you or my thoughts are with well, you.
0: I'm I'm kind of. I'm a fairly private person when it comes to my life. Like, not in a bad way, but like, I wasn't like, I never posted about it on social media. Like, I just, my grieving is like, yeah, like a couple of my cousins did and stuff, but like, but did you like that? I, well, you see the messages and stuff, and the thing is, you see messages from people you either don't know or that said stuff about them that maybe you do know, but said nice things. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, I remember, like my, my actually my sister. I give her a lot of credit. She, uh, both my sisters, my my one of my sisters did a really nice write up on them mm-hmm. um, that I read, and like t- to be honest, was very difficult to get through. Like to read it for, for me to like fully. I probably spent thirty minutes reading it, and it was yeah. probably something I could have read in a minute and a half. You know, it was just very yep. tough. But um, and my other sister did like a twenty minute video of just clips, and like that's so cool. And uh, what was funny was. And we watched it. I love that. When I talk about like COVID, the good thing about COVID is <laughs> nobody could go to the funeral. It was just family. Yeah. And I honestly, again, I'm not a big funeral person. Like me I, I will go. I
1: prefer that, honestly. But, but
0: to walk in and have 30 to 40 people there and they were all your, <clears throat> for me, but, and it was kind of cool. None of my cousins or myself brought our kids. So it literally was the cousins and our parents and my grandma and grandpa, Oh, my grandma and obviously my grandpa passed. But yeah. like there was something kind of, and there were some spouses, like my cousin's spouses yeah. and stuff. But,
1: but kind of like peaceful. Yeah,
0: but it was nice that, and her, her siblings, my grandma's siblings went. that was it that was the only people that went to the funeral see that's
1: my kind of and that was my like there wasn't and and i think
0: it was great if there would have been 300 people there you think like the impact he had, but like oh i don't think that'd be great i wouldn't like but i like it was like it was like our family it was very intimate which is how i always remembered my grandpa is he was like a quiet he was quiet but he, he, he his presence was very yeah like he had a big presence for being this quiet like i think that he had he was one of those guys that he just got, a, he was a lot of respect for yep. He didn't have to say a lot. He was just, it was just like.
1: He was a figure in Yeah, it was life. like, that's grandpa. And yeah. that was,
0: and, and I'm, I'll be honest, I made decisions based on would grandpa like it or not. Yeah. And I know it's crazy, but. No, um, it's,
1: that's true. I totally get that. I'm really close with my grandpa. So I understand yeah, it, that completely. It was. People who aren't close with their grandparents though, they don't get it.
0: Yeah, it, it was, it was very weird. And we get like, it's, I don't know, we're an Irish family. Like it was very weird. Like you got to like Irish goodbyes and stuff mm-hmm. and like. And this is what grandpa, like he didn't drink. He was an Irish guy that did not drink. Like he was very, very religious. He like, he wouldn't.
1: That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like. Good for him though. That's awesome. Well, I
0: think, I think one of the cool things was like the morning of um, Christmas is we're sitting there like opening gifts and while we're there, we had multiple cousins from Ireland call us while we were there. Literally my mom was on the phone. She's like, Oh my oh god, that my was so and so from Ireland. How was cool it? though. And it was like, and I we well was these and the I had met these people, but yeah. they're my mom's cousins. But here they yep. are. We start talking like them them calling us from Ireland, mm-hmm. which was probably five o'clock on Christmas Day, and then was funny well, not funny, but like kind of kind of symbolic was Christmas morning. I had a present from grandma and grandpa. Like I I saved it. Like literally grandma wrote on the gift from grandma and grandpa Ryan, which is, again, I'm, (laughs) which is crazy. I'm 31 years old. I have seen this writing on a gift tag for Christmas for, well, I mean, when I was younger, I didn't remember, but 31 years. So here I have.
1: That's like my grandma still signs her presents from Santa.
0: (laughs) Oh, does she? Yeah. So this was grandma and grandpa. So like literally, and my grandma still wrote it she's 80, mid mid eighties and she wrote it. Oh, and I love that. it was a gift that she made. Like she actually made it as like, kind of like a, it's kind of like a therapy thing for her, but she yeah, made the gift. So I'm so like, cool, so I've kept and you're going to
1: keep it forever. That's the other 100%. thing is that's and something I, you won't ever lose. Get rid and of And I think her. she
0: signed her name on the, at the check. I think she signed her name on the back of it, but I kept the wrapping paper. I'm like, I literally can keep it. It's the last gift. Like it was And it's the, the last other, gift from both of them. And what was crazy was, so that was one of them. And then about two weeks later, the, one of the cousins from Ireland sent us a picture It was a Christmas card that my mom had written to them and was just delayed in getting to him. And grandpa signed his name.
1: No way. They they didn't get it
0: till after he passed. Yeah. But he had actually physical at 97 signed his name. And it was very, I mean, it's very like, you can, you can read it. It's legible, but I mean, shaky, obviously he's 97, but. But that's so cool. He signed it. So they sent a picture and like, it's cool when they get it and they write down. Yeah. Basically they say something like, like that, that's a card that I know he will never throw away. Yeah, like that would be a card that he Are will they going to
1: mail it back to you so you can keep it? <laughs> no, I,
0: I doubt they'll do that. But I think it's because he was very, like... Yeah. V- very close. And, and like I said, we have a big Irish family. Yeah. Which is... I mean, part of it, like... I,
1: which, I mean, honestly, not my... My mom's side of the family isn't Irish. But I get where you're coming from with the big family. But I also understand where you're saying, like, you were more private. Yeah. So many people in my life didn't even know what our family was going through. Actually, yeah. a lot of them reacted poorly because they were actually offended that I didn't like because the other thing was I didn't want pity for what was going on so like I never posted anything or like shared it publicly but um, by keeping it private that was also a way for me to privately like I guess like I wasn't mourning like you were obviously so it's very different but just kind of deal with like my emotions my feelings and have normalcy at the same time you know what I mean
0: yeah I, I, I look at I'm never like there's a couple things I don't really judge a lot of people because I don't care. Because I was like, people have their own lives. Like, you can believe what you believe. You can do what you want. Like, I don't care. Um, Yeah, a lot of stuff in, like, my life, like, I don't – if it doesn't really affect my life, I don't care. And if, like, if you do something or say something or, um, you know, do something, I'm like, that's fine. That's what Anna says or does or feels or whatever, and that's fine. Or whoever. And I look at, like – grieving as being one of those topics that i'm like i'm not going to judge anybody because grieving you get to the point where
1: everyone does it different
0: everybody does it different but you got to think when someone's grieving their mindset is very singular singular singularly focused yep meaning it's like a lot of stuff is just pushed out and they are not most people in life i'm this way and we all have some type of regulation on what we say yeah like there's stuff I say to on this podcast on this podcast is different than what I would say to clients. It's different mm-hmm. than what I would say to really close friends. um partly because me putting this out to the I don't know, I don't know infinity I don't know like whoever listens to this yeah. like they I can't regulate who listens to it. yeah if I before we get on this, before I hit record and after I hit I stop it. You and I are going to say stuff that probably wouldn't go on this.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I'm going to oh, talk you know to, me.
1: You know that's how I roll. And then... I got to get all my bad stuff out and, before... <laughs>
0: and, then, and then... And then there... But then there's stuff like I will say to like close friends. It's like stuff that I would never tell yeah. guests on a podcast. And like... Yep. There's layers. Like you'll... You would tell your sister and Brady and your parents and your best... Your best girlfriends stuff that you would never tell me. Mm-hmm. But you would tell me more than some random person on the street. And that's just normal. Like you would... Yeah. You know, so... But grieving is always one of those weird, weird topics that like, even if it's my closest friend or my closest, like even my siblings or yeah. my parents, or whatever, like they grieve different than I do. And that's totally fine. So yeah. I never judge people on that. And it's,
1: it's it, the way I look at it. And actually someone said this to me. I didn't even like look at it this way. Someone told me that grieving, cause I, I went through a phase where I think I was angry. Like I just was annoyed with the with whole situation. your mom. Yeah, when my mom was sick. Mm -hmm. I remember I went through... It was afterwards. It was like when she was home, I had coped with everything. My family had coped with everything. But there was a point in time when I was angry for her that she had to go through this. And I just remember there was a day where I was like, why did this happen to us? And um, I think I, I went through a bitter time frame. And actually, shout out to... My, I'm, I don't even care because when you go through grief, a lot of not just grief, trauma, a mm-hmm. lot of people say, like, go talk to therapy because it's a non biased view. Mm-hmm. And with what our family went through, I went and I had a therapist afterwards just to cope through all the things because it was a lot quick mm-hmm. and it was a lot of emotions, it was a lot of decisions, it was a lot of just anxiety. And you did, I went through a period in my time where when I would leave the hospital in Vermont, I didn't know if she was going to be there the next day. Yeah. So you, you have to like talk to somebody to like sort through those emotions. But my therapist at one point said to me, she was like, everybody grieves and the like comfort in that is yes, they may not grieve like you. She goes, but grief is the one thing we all have in common. And I just remember like going home that night and being like, oh my God, it is so true. I was so angry about grieving the changes in my life Mm -hmm. and everything my family went through that I didn't realize that when I was mad at someone for texting me like, oh, I'm, I'm here if you need anything, I'd be like... I literally was like a psycho. I'd be like, don't send me that. I don't need anything. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. But I remember being like, it makes so much sense because the... I know that that person who sent that text message to me, they didn't know what to say because they've either hmm. lost someone or they're losing someone now. You know what I mean? Well, I think... It was like a non-biased view of... Grief it, is the one thing everybody in the world has in common.
0: If... if- yeah I agree, and if you if you were to text me and say, Galen, i I'm so sorry, if there's anything I can do, please let me know that's fine. I will never take you up on that, not in a bad yeah, way no, I appreciate I'm you reaching the same out, way, yeah, but I would say the same thing to you yep. and mean it and i would if you told yeah. me that, I would know that you mean it where if I was like honestly anna if can you like I need you like can you go pick up our groceries for something you would do it in a heartbeat
1: oh my god absolutely and, and
0: I would do that for heartbeat for you my friends yeah. like a lot of people but a lot of people I think are like you like me they just don't want reliance like it's I would like the wall instead right there, you know I would I mean? go out of my way to go get the groceries yeah. to bring them back because I don't want to put my thing is I don't like I don't like putting unnecessary stuff on people so even yeah. even like I'm the worst when it comes to like donations. Like if you're like, Hey Galen, can you help us raise money for what? I'm like, how much do you want us to raise this much? I'm just going to cut you a check. Yeah. I'd rather cut you a check than go ask people for money or yeah. go ask people for because t- I just, I'm not, I don't want people to feel obligated ever yeah. to buy something. And when I say like real estate, like when you talk about like, I'm the world's worst salesperson. I'm good at real estate. Cause I won't pressure <laughs> you to buy. Cause I'm just like, listen, I'm going to help you out yeah i hate asking people like it's funny that i'm in sales you don't want to buy fine it's funny that i'm actually in sales because i'm not like a salesperson i like i don't but like But i the also
1: idea. feel like that's your advantage that's why uh, it, it sets it, you aside
0: it works yes i'm you, like if you were telling me galen go like stand on the corner and sell people stuff i would try i would do it in a way that i would have to make myself believe in the product so much to sell it yeah like but again a lot of it's psychology and when you when you go back to like I don't see a psychologist, a psychiatrist, psychiatrist, I guess I don't see a psychiatrist, but I say that in the sense I don't go see a professional, like someone that's a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. by nature. I honestly think if I didn't have access to so many people, I would go see a psychiatrist because my mind is running. It's like, it's just going all the time that my psychiatrist is you. It's other guests on the podcast. It's, you know, Nick walking in, it's my wife at home. It's my friends that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend come in today. He's he was here for you know about kind of like business stuff, but then we just sat on, we sat and talked for a half hour. Yeah. But like my like I like talking to people, and there's certain people that I talk to at deeper levels. But it, it, it's like my psychiat. But they're not yeah. like paid psychiatrists. They're friends. But yeah. like everybody has friends. But I think if you don't have friends, or you don't get out a lot to talk to people a psychiatrist is a good person because to keep your sanity, you just have to talk. You had to like let thoughts come out.
1: For me, I, so my biggest flaw in life is so I'm very closed off. Very like, like I tell you everything about my like job, my careers, like Mm -hmm. job offerings, the most random crap that I wouldn't tell anybody. You know what I mean? And like the conversation we had with Nicolette before, like I would never have that conversation with someone. But, um, so I feel comfortable talking about like, life in general and I'm an oversharer I always tell people how I feel I tell someone if they're annoying me but I the reason I knew after everything happened to our family that I did need to like it was me actually that finally was like I need to go see someone I am my mom when I was a kid called me a silent sufferer I hate sharing my feelings my emotions my my life struggles with even my parents. I don't, I've never been a person who likes to sit down, even with Brady. I never like sit down on the couch and like have a, I don't cry ever. Mm-hmm. I don't sit and cry about life or anything. I don't have, I'm, and it's not that I'm uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Obviously if something happens, I cry to Brady cause I'm comfortable, but I'm saying like I wouldn't sit and go through the motions of like life and grieving and handling things, stress, anxiety, anxiety with my best friend. I wouldn't dump it on her. I do mm-hmm. tell her about it. Um my best friend is a social worker actually. So she's like all about it. Um she's there when I need to talk to her, but I still don't like the burden of me calling her up to be like, "Hey, this is happening." And she'd be more than one. Oh my it. god, absolutely. And this mm-hmm. summer actually she and I we would like hang we were together all summer long. We basically quarantined together. <laughs> Brady just had to deal with it. And she was like living in our guest room. And she and I had more heart to hearts and she was actually the first person to say to me this summer. She was like, I mean, you seem embarrassed that like you couldn't sit and talk to people. She goes, but it's so normal to not feel like you can mourn to other people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she just said she was like, it's totally normal. And she goes, and the worst part is, is people think that it's shameful to ask for somebody to help them. And she goes, but it's not even help. She goes, it's literally like that's normalcy. So she was like the way my degree and she has her master's. She said the way my degree carried me was to make that normal because people need it for the, not just grieving or anything like that. Even things people go through with work, their life, their marriage, kids. It's, it's not bad to ask for help. If that makes sense.
0: Would you say silent grieving?
1: uh, My mom always called me a silent sufferer. I would hide in a corner if I got hurt and cry privately. I wouldn't tell anybody I was injured. And my mom said they'd like find me crying if I like stub my toe on something. I, they never knew what was wrong because I didn't ever say like, oh my God, like my life is ending. I,
0: yeah. I, I would say I'm in that category because I'm, I'm one of those people, if I'm in a spot where it's a predicament, like, like something that's like semi, like, yeah. I say negative, but you know what I mean? Like a sp- grieving or whatever. I try again. I'm a pretty private person. Yeah, I've known my wife six or seven years. Yep. The first time I cried was because my grandpa passed. Really? Six. I've never cried for my wife. And wow. And and I except
1: honestly, I can count on one hand how many times I cried. But like, I
0: don't. I'll I'll be honest. The last two times I physically broke down and cried was the two deaths I told you about, which is absolutely crazy. Is the like yeah i can probably count i mean not counting when you're a kid i mean i'm talking like 13 14 12 13 14 15 years old when you're like when you're not crying because you got like a boo-boo like you're crying because of like real real stuff in life um two times i can remember and the last time was literally when my grandpa passed and that was and that i think is the first time my wife has ever seen me cry like i mean yes am i uh Am I a sucker and tear up during like sappy movies now? Because oh, absolutely. I have kids. But that's a totally that's different a different category. cry. That's like yeah. you wipe a tear from your eye. Yeah, Do I watch like a, a thirty for thirty or a Sports Center like thing, and there's a yeah. kid that's got like autism that like scores or the a ALS basket.
1: Videos they always hit me. Yeah, I'm like, like and I'm oh sitting there like God. wiping the tear away, yeah.
0: and yes, I'm human. But like physically, like
1: I even cry for ASPCA commercials. I am <sighs> a sucker. Is that the
0: dog commercials.
1: Yeah, where they play the sad music and they're like yeah uh, uh one dollar a day what's uh, uh what's her name what, what's life. what's the uh what's the singer's <laughs> name martina
0: mcbride is it martina yes, mcbride
1: i'm always
0: like arms <laughs> of an angel on, arms like, of an angel i'm like <laughs> get out of here like i'm not watching i'm trying when to eat dinner get out of here on,
1: i know i'm like ready shut it up <laughs> like <laughs> like shit hits the fan because i'm like shut it up no, that,
0: that's not a problem i'm a big sucker for now they have kids i'm a big sucker for, like like i kid stuff cheers me. like like yeah lack of good to kids, like bad parenting would make me cry like out yeah. of sadness. But like, like physically like breaking down like uncontrollable like, I can't stop myself from crying. It's only happened that I can remember yeah. a couple times in my life. All deaths and the last one was my grand. And that again, that's the first time my, my wife has ever, that I would say was ever seen me actually break down crying. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, I mean, it, I had to do it. It was like, and it makes
1: you feel better after.
0: Yeah. It was one that it wasn't a long period of time, but it was enough yeah. that it, like, I it had to get out of it. It was needed. It was, I know, this is, like, gross. I don't, like, compare this. But, like, you know when you're sick and you throw up and you feel better? It was like no, that. No, absolutely. I had to, like, no, I totally I had to like emotionally yeah. throw up and then I was good. And it, which yeah. that was, like, a cry. <laughs> but, like... And it felt good. Especially
1: because like, at that point in time, I feel like you also, this is gross. This is how I describe it to people. I always use the term, I feel like I was ready to pop like a pimple because I'm like. Yeah, it's gross. But that's yeah, right. I'm literally like when you literally can't I know what function you mean. anymore. You're like boiling over. No, like, literally like you have to like get it off your face. <laughs> like get that, rid of that ugly thing because you're just that, like, it's there.
0: Yeah, that that's.
1: And the pressure is building and it's like sensitive. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you can't hold it in anymore.
0: Yeah, like I don't cry when people get. I don't cry when people are mad at me. I don't cry when people make me me upset. I don't cry when uh, I'm stressed, but
1: yeah, I'm the same.
0: Death makes me cry.
1: And it's crazy because my sister cries over everything. So like we are the polar opposites in life. She cries over. If I like look at her wrong, she's emotional. I, and a, I
0: know people that cry over just random stuff. Oh, my
1: God. Yes. If like their and kid does something, like,
0: they cry, and I'm like...
1: Oh, my God. I, I love my
0: kids, but I'm not going to cry over like a story yeah. about my kids, but like, like...
1: Don't stress that much. You know what I mean? Where you're physically making yourself like, shed a tear like over it.
0: Death makes me cry. Yeah. Like, de- death does. No, be- I'm the same way. I can't handle death. Yeah. Death.
1: I can't handle death. I can't handle the potential I, of losing someone. I, and I hate change, like, big events like death.
0: I handle it well
1: on the surface.
0: No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I handle, I, I handle it well overall. Yeah. But I need that like moment of grief. I need like yeah. a quick, like I'm like rip the bandaid off. Give me a quick moment of grief yeah. and then I can handle it very well. Yep. Um, and that's, that, that's me to a T. Yeah. Like if I lose a, like a family member or a close friend, something like that, it will happen. And then I'll get old. And, and like stuff like stays with you. Like yeah. don't get me wrong. Things will stay with me for a while, but I'm not like, My grieving is, my grieving is like a good grief, I guess. Like
1: you hit a point where eventually you're like, this is such a good memory. You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So now I look back on my time and so actually this is, this probably sounds sick and twisted to someone who has never gone through 10 months in an ICU with and yeah, helping can imagine helping their mom learn to walk again and I'm sorry mom for doing that But it's true because her story is amazing whether she wants to like yeah. share it or not It's insanely amazing, but it's also comforting in a way because I think Our family was always close, mm-hmm. but I think that our family got like insanely close when all this stuff happened And I look back on our time in the hospitals together and I'm like I had so much fun with my dad like when we would race down the hall, because we were living in the hospital, we would like have races of speed walking down the halls and,
0: and your dad's, I could see your dad He was
1: like Mr. Positive. He'd be yeah. like, it would be yeah. the most serious surgery. And, and, and to be honest, he anybody was most, be af- like,
0: most afraid of your dad. Oh my God. But he, he was terrified, but he it. never yeah. wanted us to know. Yeah.
1: And he told me after the fact, actually it was a few months ago. He didn't even tell me like until a few months ago and that's years after he said that there was a day in the hospital where he knew it was bad. The nurses, she was going to a procedure and it was an emergency procedure. I didn't make it from Plattsburgh to Vermont in time to see her first. And instead of having me like panic, he literally on the phone was like, Oh, it's not a big procedure. Like it's going to be fine, yada, yada, yada. Like it's all good. You're going to see her tonight. And I will never forget. This was like the worst day out of all of them, um, all of the months we spent there. He was so positive. And he was just so like, oh, it's fine. Like she was so happy and ready to go. Like she knew this is what she needed to get better. Mm -hmm. And that day I knew like he was so positive and he didn't have a moment of doubt. But he told me a few months ago that that day when he was saying goodbye to her before she got wheeled away, the nurses kept telling him to hold her hand, give her kisses, like tell her you love her. And he said he got all choked up and he was like, I felt like I felt like they were telling me to say goodbye to my wife. And he said in my reaction, he said we had like your mom and I had to have those conversations of like, what do we say to the girls? Because she was in, Alexis was in Albany driving up and I was in Plattsburgh coming over because I had the, the dogs and everything. And I didn't know the surgery was that big. And he didn't want me to like think, he didn't want me to spend the day thinking like she might not wake up. And meanwhile, he was like, he made me believe like, okay, everything's going to be okay. So like I look back at it now and I'm like, had my dad not been the positive reinforcement, I was doom and gloom all the way. Mm-hmm. And um, I just know that if he wasn't the positive enforcer of everything, of the craziness, because people will never understand how crazy it was. My mom doesn't even remember half of it because she was... not incapacitated but she was basically sedated Mm because she was in such excruciating pain my dad was like and you know my dad he was literally like it's okay we're gonna get through this she's gonna be great and there were days where had I not had my dad I don't know if I would have been okay but our memories of the hospital are like fun now like I watch videos on my snapchat now that I took like one of is me walking my mom through the lobby of UVM And I remember, she doesn't remember this, she was like mortified that I was like making her go through the lobby of the hospital in her hospital gown. But I remember like going home and telling Brady, like, I got to walk her through the lobby today. Like, we got to go all around. I pushed her in a wheelchair. We went and saw all the wings of the hospital. And you find comfort in those little things. Because now my memories, and our time at Fannie Allen in Vermont was amazing. The nurses became like family. Even at Meadowbrook. And you just have that moment where you're like, okay, so the worst memories became our best memories. Because from that moment on, our family was never like, we're going to lose, like, we could lose our mom, but it doesn't outweigh the fact that we're sitting in a room after after a surgery and we're laughing with her. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I, I think, and having only, I mean, only know, I don't know your dad great, but we've, you know, talking with him yeah. and just kind of seeing like. My th- and again, I am coming from a place of having kids right now. Yeah. Like, your dad is a great dad. Like, oh my god, I,
1: absolutely! He would do I, anything I, for us.
0: And I think the fact that his initial thought at a time, like uh, at a time that could have been the worst, yeah, that his thing was be positive and also still be a dad, yeah. meaning like I have yep. And I know it's it's crazy, but like you have, I mean, you are still and again, I, I have a young daughter, so it's like she's always. <laughs> She's a, I love her. She's always going to be like my little kid. Yeah. Like, and you kind of look at that, like you guys are, you know, you guys are young ladies. And I think that his initial reaction to still be the dad, the protector, the yeah, like, he's
1: okay. Like, and
0: I, well, I think it, like I said, you, as a, you know, as a parent, like you have to have a facade a little bit that, you know, you have to protect your kids a little bit. And yeah. I think, and obviously as you get older, that. Protection comes a little bit, you know, there's, there's more like realistic stuff. Like now it's, you know, when they're little kids, they don't comprehend as much, but I think you have to, you know, come from a place that, you know, you're doing the best, especially now I look at it is they're, they're so young, they're naive. They're like these amazing little people and the stuff they like, again, when you talk about family, I'm very close to like, I got two sisters, I got, you know, my parents, like that's the family you grew up with like they're always yeah. gonna be the family I grew yep. up with but like now it's gotten to the point that I have a wife and three kids like that is my family so my, my family is still close but like yeah. I literally spent every day with Gina yeah. and three kids and yep. now three I mean the, the youngest is very young but it's still the idea like I look at it like these are the people that I'm gonna have in my life forever and mm-hmm. when I look at you know, little things that I do with each kid and, like, little mannerisms they have and little things, like, little, like...
1: And you and your girl. You're going to be thick as thieves.
0: Yeah, and just, like, little, like... like That's so funny. Crazy stuff my, like... All the kids have their own mannerisms, but, like, little funny things they do that I just know they do and maybe it's, like, there's stuff that, like me and my son do or me and my daughter do that my wife doesn't even know about and yeah. she has little funny manners because it's like our little like inside joke that like yeah. even though they're young you don't know they do it and I'll be like oh my god you should have seen him or her do this I'm like really they do that I'm like oh my god every night but each kid has their own little thing with mom and little thing with dad and it's yep. it funny that you know as and that's one of the things like I always look forward to like as I get older is that they will Like, I look at, like, I can't, like, I don't know, I say I I can't wait, like, time passes quick, but the idea is, like, when they're teenagers, I mean, there's good and bad with everything, but, like, when they're young adults and they have their own family, I can, I'm pumped that we have three kids that when we're older, like, think about, like, right now when you guys have, like, holidays, and it's, I mean, it's you and your sister, but you guys each have, you know, whatever, significant others or or spouses or whatever, and, you know, your parents, but, like. It's more fun now than it's ever been.
1: No, you appreciate the little things more. Oh,
0: my God. Like, I guarantee you, you yeah. and your sister are closer today than you've ever been in your life.
1: Actually, Alexis and I just had that conversation recently. Um, She and I did not get along. We hated each other Yeah, but,
0: up. I mean, that's normal. We had yeah. also...
1: We're five years apart, so there was a large age gap. Yep. Um, And she and I were two totally different people. But I think now that we're our age... Um, and I think also a massive part of it has to do with the stuff our family went through. We were forced to, the only, she was the only person who understood what I was going through and she, and I was the only person who understood what she was going through. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that kind of pushed us to just find closeness in each other where when I'm having a crisis, I call her and I never used to before. And I'd call my best friend, but now I, I call her first. Um, just like, I think she calls me when she's in crisis, But it never was that way before. And it's because now we have that closeness.
0: Well, I think there's, there's, it's always one where like, everybody's close. But realistically, if you had to count on one hand, you probably, if you're lucky, five people in life, six, seven people in life that you trust, like with anything. Yep. Like I would say it's your family. Yep. So I got four family members. I can count seven. Yeah, I was going to say, I got four family members, my wife, and then, I mean, you can ex- expand that because I have three kids now, yep. and probably one or two friends that I would I've, confide in everything Yeah, with.
1: I have two friends. I yeah. would tell Brooke or Grace anything, but I don't think I'd tell anybody else anything. Per- the correct. other people are literally my parents, my sister and my grandparents. That's it.
0: Yep. So, I, I think that's most people, is you have your yeah. family, your spouse, your family becomes family. Like, when you have kids, yeah. like, as your kids get older, you'll you'll be same thing you with your parents can be you with your kids but i'm gonna take my kids out of it you pretty much have your mm-hmm. family that even if i don't tell a lot to my sisters i knew if i told them they would have my back like I, yeah. that's just one of the things like still, still your your siblings yep and then your parents same thing yep and then you have your you know your spouse and then you have i would say in life you probably only have a couple people that are truly like that like that have Tighten been with net. you for, like, I have a couple, like, buddies that have been with high school. Like, again, we're dudes. We don't talk like girls talk. I think, yeah. you know, guy talk is different. But, like, if my friend said, listen, dude, I need you, like, mm-hmm. I'm there. And that's, pe- and that, I've known them for 20 years. And I have probably, like, three to five of those guys. And then yep. I have, even though we only see each other once or twice a year and we make a point to see each other. Yep that's the, those are the kind of guys like if they called me in a pinch like i'm dropping everything and going to do it and i have you know you like i said you don't have many in life like yeah i have friends and i have friends that I would do stuff for but there's friends that you'll do stuff for and there's friends that you would literally drop everything no matter what yeah. even like if, if was, they if, called you
1: at noon on a sunday and you were grocery I shopping mean, you'd leave the cart to go i
0: mean to cl- i mean i'm talking like 2 a.m i'm talking bail you out of like jail <laughs> 10 o'clock at night you have your you know you and brady you have to get up in the morning or say you have kids yeah. and you're like listen dude Take care. I got to, I got to get in the road right now. You yep. know, like there's a couple friends that you would do that
1: for. Absolutely.
0: And I think that's a thing in life. Like you really only, uh, you have, I have a, like, I have a ton of people I know, a ton of people I like, ton of people I talk to. If you really strip it down, you only have a handful of like yeah. true friends that are like, those are my people. And that like, you
1: would seek out. Yeah.
0: And, and, but a lot of it comes with comfort level. And I think you can grow. There's a couple people now in my life that I would tell anything to that weren't I've only been friends with for a handful of years, but yeah. they're close enough that I feel confident telling them anything. But a lot of it's the connection. Like, yeah. I, I would, I, I feel that I would tell you a lot of stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, would you I, already know I tell you a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, like but, when you're out there, like shaking your head at me, like, Oh
0: God. yeah, Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, but there's like certain people that I, I they're, like the. There's people I trust. Like I had, like I said, a guy came in today, a buddy of mine. I would tell him a lot of stuff. There's yep. there's some people that I tell a lot of stuff to, but I would say 10 or less. And if you really had to dive deep into it, there's only yeah. a few outside my family that I would be like, I would call on that person if I really needed them. Yep. Like like you would be someone I think I would call on more than a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be my first wave of people that I would call. It'd be like yeah. family and like Absolutely. one or two friends. And then I would get into that next fear, which I would say, you and a lot of like people I've met over the last probably five years would fall into that second sphere. Yep. Which which sometimes is more comfortable in your first sphere, depending on who they are. You know, because sometimes yeah. you don't want to tell. No, family that everything.
1: is true. Yeah. just like no, stuff I that totally I might tell that you, that, you that I won't
0: tell family just because I feel like it's like a. Yep. It's almost too close and like and I think that's common for people. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Um, it's very common because I actually didn't think it was common, but when we went through our thing, I actually distanced from my entire family. Not by, like, being – I did wasn't being vindictive, but, mm-hmm. like, it's not that I was seeking out, like, my friends or anything. I just didn't seek out anybody. I was just, again, a silent sufferer who just wanted to mind her own business. I did what I had to do. I came in. I went to work. And then I drove back to Burlington.
0: Like, you might confide in your coworkers more than your family sometimes because yeah. it's an outlet. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: absolutely. And I, at that time, I was confiding in one of my coworkers. She's still my friend now. Um, it wasn't even that I was confiding in her. She was just, like, doing the manual – So how are you? Like, what's new today? How's your mom? And she knew my mom. So she would always be like, what's up? Like what's new? But she always had a way of going about it to not be like, how is it going? Mm -hmm. Like, are you okay? And that like, I'm trying to figure out if you're going to like have a mental breakdown as you're standing in work, like in the office today. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, but here's the other thing. I appreciated the blunt, like to the point of you can do your, you're here to work. I get that you're here to work. And, if you're here to work, obviously that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a dwelling on it thing. Cause at that point in time, going to work was my piece of mine until it became, until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And I just found peace in not talking about it at that point. But I distanced myself from my family cause I didn't want to talk about it with anybody in my family.
0: I, yeah, I think that's, I think as long as you're there to, I think it's more listening than advice. Like no, if, someone's, if someone's grieving, it's like, just let them talk. Yep. Because a lot of it's, they just have to get it out of yes. their mind. And,
1: and family, family is a pro and a con. That's what I learned. So you find comfort in your family, but your family is also, they can turn quickly into sharing things. You don't, you're not in the headspace to hear. Or you're not ready to hear. Well, and like that's like you just said to just listen. A lot of the time your family has an opinion because they're grieving too. And it comes across as sometimes aggressive. So it gets tricky with your family versus just but, like But you know the problem speaking. with
0: family is they have, which is a good thing, but it's a bad thing when you're, sometimes when you're grieving is they have too much context.
1: No, that's it. Yeah. So if it's you too go, much.
0: Like if you told me stuff about your family... Yeah. Like I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, tell me more because you're telling me something. Yeah. If I'm your, if I'm your, your sister and know everything that you're dealing Mm -hmm. with, she's not letting you just talk because she's got her own opinions. Yeah, and she's
1: going through it too.
0: Correct. So I think a lot of the benefit why I think some people feel that they have to search outside that really direct sphere is because they have no context and allows you to explain it and allows you because a lot of people when they're grieving, they want to tell the whole story. They want to tell like every detail because it's in their head and they want to get it out and it feels like it's off their chest. Now you can't do that to someone that already knows 90% of the story.
1: Yep. No, absolutely. And I think also being the silent sufferer of the family, my family is not a family of silent sufferers. So they're all very vocal Okay. They were very loud sufferers and like just, I mean, I guess you could say probably some people in your family mourned louder than the others. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can picture some people that were really visibly upset versus some who weren't.
0: Like, well, I mean, take my grandfather. Like we went to my Christmas the next day. Everybody knew what was going on. Nobody spoke about it. Yeah. Like that's just me. Like, honestly, like I would feel more comfortable speaking to you about it
1: than speaking to To my parents because you
0: don't have the you don't have the context and I feel like I can say stuff to you as like I
1: literally totally understand what you're saying but yes I totally get
0: it and it's weird because like you want to have it with your family but I'm one of those people I sometimes feel oddly uncomfortable having those conversations with my family yes I can my wife totally fine I can have those conversations um my best like my close friends I can have those conversations I gravitate also I I think it's a guy girl thing i feel more comfortable talking to females about certain things than guys i think sometimes guys like certain guys get it but certain guys they yeah guys aren't like i feel uncomfortable having an emotional conversation with a guy
1: which i think that's normal yeah and i think so i know people are all like Equality but, for the male and the female, but, but it's, it's different. It's, it's no, different. it's a different mindset. Like, honestly, well, I
0: mean, I look at my life. Like, I grew up with two sisters. Yeah, I grew up. My I'm a mom and dad. I grew up with two sisters. I have a wife. Obviously, yeah, have, you
1: guys were a house of girls.
0: A lot of girls. I yeah, which is now weird because we have three boys and two girls in my family. So I'll see how that works. But I've always had close female friends. Of my, like not friends that I've dated, just yep. like close friends. And I think a lot of it has to stem with I've always had a very easy connection talking to females like on a deeper level than yeah like i've always had female friends i've had female friends yep. throughout high school i was never i was never awkward talking to girls because yep. I, I i got along with a lot of girls that were friends of mine that like again we talk about like oh you're friends with a girl you must be like romantically involved with the girl i'm like no yep. like i have a lot of friends that i've always just been friends with and it's because I like their personality. I, I like their... They make me feel comforting to say something to. Like, yeah. There's a... T- like your spouse and your friends... Like, like you have Brady. Brady mm-hmm. is different than all the other guy friends you have. Yeah. You could be close to guy friends. I consider yeah. you a pretty... F- like of the girl, like, girl friends in my life, I have a lot of friends that are girls that I can talk to. Yep. I have one person that i married like there's a difference like gina's different than than you
1: i have a lot of of male friends so i totally get
0: but you've like i find like and i I don't know how it is because obviously like you talking with a girl your best friend's or girlfriends, you will have more deep conversations than i ever will with my guy friends i just told you that i've been friends with 20 plus years because guys are like oh dude like okay you you know yeah. yeah that's shitty man i like i feel bad for you or you broke up with her dude I, yeah my bad like or not my bad but like i feel bad like you know yeah. that's shit that sucks like but you're not like talking about your feelings where i would easily be able to open up more to girls because i think yeah. there's a different level of empathy sometimes maybe i'm wrong like i no, feel like i, I can hear a girl, like if a guy was telling me his problems i'd be like yeah. yeah that sucks man but if you told me your problem i'd be more sympathetic to it i don't know what the reasoning is but i've always been more open to my feelings with girls and guys and I think that's no, just a natural it's
1: definitely I would say empathy is the big one
0: that's like a, I don't know if that's like a psych thing and I that.
1: also think that so for me it's funny that you're saying that the girls were like your empathy um, it was my guy so I had a lot of guy friends in high school specifically and it was all my guy friends that were always the ones to be like snap out of it like you're okay like it's mm-hmm. fine don't make something like don't make a mountain out of a molehill and they were like yeah. my normalcy like mediator of normalcy and then my girls I'd be like oh, I'm going to go home and cry at a sleepover. (laughs) Like, obviously, and not cry. But you could go into the detail of, like, what happened or, like, how you were feeling. And even now, I go into way more detail with my girlfriends. And then I know one specific guy friend that I've been friends with, close friends with, since high school. And he's, like, the humor of my life. Like, he's the one who, like... Makes a joke out of things that would be a sick joke. Yeah, and you just know that that's his personality type. So he's or always his way the one. grieving or yeah. yeah and his coping. way, he's similar to me. He makes sick, twisted jokes to cope and feel better. Yeah. And then it, my personality resonates with that. So I that's why he and I have never lost touch. Is because I'm always like, this kid gets my like language of yeah. dealing.
0: and And. And he, like I said, he has a po- he has a positive influence on you if yeah, and that yeah,
1: and he makes you feel better. He makes you laugh, like belly laugh, like it's not just like a some uh, something that's like oh haha, you're really funny. No, it's like your belly laughing, and then you realize this is the most sick conversation because this was not funny at all, and now yeah. the two of us are like falling over laughing at it. Yeah,
0: I, I think like I know takeaway. Like I would say take take away my wife, Gina, take away her. There's man. Probably two people that I can count on one hand one hand. Two. But two people that can actually count that I probably say anything and everything to. Yeah. And don't care at all about the don't care what I say I could say anything and they will not judge me or say anything I could say something that I shouldn't say or could offend somebody or whatever I could say it to both of these people and they would not yeah that one guy one girl and they would have no issue yep saying anything it's stuff I would never say to my family it's stuff some stuff I never say to my wife just because it's Sometimes it's too, like sometimes it's too close. Like you, yeah. you ha- you have to have an outlet of friends that allow you to have that, that next layer of, like everybody's complex. You're yeah. very complex. I'm complex. Everybody's complex. Yeah. We have a lot of thoughts, feelings, emotions, self-talk, everything. Everybody has, a, like I always think like I have this, like everybody has a certain, yeah. I talk to myself all day long. I'm like, I
1: talk
0: to myself. I'm in my head all day long. And it's yeah. not, I'm a, and again, I'm a pretty optimistic person. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, you sucked on that. Let's go. Like, I'm like a motivator. Yeah. Like, let's go. And uh, I find that that pulls me so far. And sometimes I just, I literally need to vent to somebody and I need someone to tell me up an opinion. And my opinion, I seek out people if I ha- think they value the opinion, but there's a couple people that are, um, opinions are a lot of stuff. Like, it's not specific. Yeah. Like I might ask your opinion on a specific thing. I, yeah. I've done it sometimes. Like, I've asked you a couple questions on certain things because I'm like, Anna's really good at this. Now let me ask Anna on that to yeah. help me form an opinion or a situation or whatever. But there's...
1: Or like validate your feelings. Like, or sometimes I it's, it's Lori just to use or, just say,
0: honestly, Gail, yeah, yeah, good idea. But like, yeah. cool, okay. Well, like I yeah. thought it was good, but let me run it by someone that I think's yep. better at it. So I think, and again, I think that's natural because I do second guess myself sometimes. I'm very, I got a good at gut instinct. I'm, I get to myself where I'm like 90% of the way there. Yeah. But I always want the, val- like I might ask you about Honestly, I might ask you about a, a, a marketing. Um, I think you're really good at. Um, I want. I'll, I'll call design, but like, I think you're very creative. I think you're someone that, yeah, whether it's I like would agree, though. housing decor or like I always joke like your charcuterie car, boards, charcuterie, like charcuterie, <laughs> charcuterie. Like, I think like, but I think you have a good eye for, um, like your your blog and stuff, like your pictures. I've I mentioned this to you before. Like sometimes the stuff you do, I'm like that just looks very. Professionally done, yeah. Because I think you have a good eye. I will do it, and you'll be like, eh, "Looks like you know, like a like you attempted or like that it.
1: day." You told me to edit the picture of my dad and I. You were like, "Here, take care of this."
0: I think I did, because like, I'm like, "What?" The what? last
1: two photos you took of me, you literally took the picture spun it around for your Instagram I and you're like you edit okay it. edit it
0: and, well part of it part of it was because I edit a lot of photos which I think are good but then I'm like well Anna you take I always think you have good photos so like I want you just edit it the way I'll probably have a, you, you do that tonight too like just edit this and design it like I want to see what you do in your thought process because there yeah. might be something where I'm like okay I do, I do exactly that we're good or it might be like oh wow okay I didn't even know about that that's yeah. cool like then does that make me better because it I'm always looking to elevate whatever I do or tweak it to make it better. Yep. And But I, I go to people that I I, I think are are smarter, or more educated in certain things. I think you are better at a lot of things. I think I know I'm better than you at certain things and you're better than me. Yeah. So the things I know you're better than that, I'm going to ask you. And there's people that might be better than you at that. Yes. And if I knew them, I would go there. But you, like people that design... Oh, I was going to say charcuterie. Things that people that design home decor stuff. There's people that are like uber famous and very good at home decor. Yeah. I don't know them. I know you. And I can reach, I can call you or text you and say. I
1: I love home decor, so you can call me anytime. I know.
0: And I'm like, (laughs) Anna, you're much better at this than I am. What is your thought on this? And you would tell me. I'd be like, perfect. Except
1: some people think I'm really bad at it because I am a very big, vibrant color person. And I mix patterns and colors and the palettes. one you did the
0: other day was it your bedroom? You had wallpaper.
1: I have a printed wallpaper and the white bedspread.
0: So okay. I, I looked at that and I kind of looked at them like not my vibe. But this is what yes. happened. This is what happened. I looked at both of them. And oh I'm my like, god!
1: And it looks like a dream in my like
0: so. I looked at it. And this, I, I'll tell you my exact process. I looked at it. I'm oh like, my
1: god! I can only imagine. It was
0: like cheetah or something, zebra.
1: No, it's polka dots like cow.
0: Oh, okay. It was like in like so, white and black. So I looked at it. I'm like, <laughs> first off, I'm like, I looked at the before and the after, before and after. The before like, looked bad. Okay, well, this is where I'm going. I'm like before and after. I'm like, honestly, I like some stuff better in the before, but then I like some stuff better in the after.
1: Oh my god, you have to tell me what you like better. So I'm
0: like, boom, 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 and I'm like, I, I'm not joking. I, I went back. I never told you this, but like, I looked at. I do this to some people. Like, I look at it.
1: No, I'm the same As before. And after and after. I zoom in. Like, before, I look at detail. Like, this
0: is me, Gail. And, like, Anna posted something. She did something in the room. Heart. Great. And then I'm like, because I just, like, I don't know. It's just natural. I just, like, double you, like, tap. Like, cheer
1: people on. I do that too. Yeah, it's just double tap. No, like, I'm great. The same like,
0: whatever. Line. She's happy. I'm happy. Whatever. It's good. Then I'm looking at it. I'm like, first, second. The only reason I'm doing this is because I think that you know about this stuff. If you were someone like, I don't think she knows what she's doing, so whatever. I'm going to the next picture. No, I you, love your opinion You, i like, double tap, and then I'm like, okay, first.
1: I would change the curtains. Then I'm like, second.
0: <laughs> first. Second. And I go back and forth, and then I go back to first. Okay. Now let me study what she has in the first. Now let me go back to the second. What'd she change? First, second. Yeah. And I'm like... And then I'm I like, did a
1: huge change though. So some people wouldn't like so that. So
0: there was like a light that was changed in the wallpaper. And I was sitting there, I'm like, wallpaper, light. And then you like had a couple... I, this is off of memory. I'm not even looking at my phone, folks. So I'm actually doing this from memory. There was like a couple like little wreath things you put up on the wall. Yes. I'm like, she added that. It was almost like I spy. Like, what she add? What'd she take different? And I'm going and back I through. And I
1: changed all of the stuff pretty much.
0: Then, this is also me. This is how my brain works. Okay. She took the first picture from this angle which was lower. Yes, I
1: did take it from two I know you did. That's what I'm
0: saying. Now. Oh my God. I, this, I'm not that dumb. It's this is why. My
1: dog was on the floor. So, for the this
0: this one. is why I look at this stuff. Because I'm not just the, the art. I'm like the angle. Wait, this is,
1: this is amazing. I'm, I'm going
0: deep in this. So I'm this sitting is there. something
1: no one would notice, I feel like.
0: This is why I got a problem. I really got to like. Oh
1: my God. I really got to
0: chill out moment. But so I'm looking at it, I'm like, so the first photo, she didn't take as, as from such a glamorous um, angle. So I'm like, so the first photo, yes, was and I far have a away. dog
1: bed. I was hiding the dog bed
0: because well, it doesn't
1: match anything. I, but it's I such knew that, a grand. But I'm dog looking bed. at the first
0: one. I'm like, well, one thing we can't, this is not fair because she didn't take it from the same same angle. So I'm like, so she has more of the bed, which is not a good photo. Second one, she's cropped up. Cl- I know th- you're, you're so blowing your mind. Funny. This is how this is the problem I have because this is not just you. I do this <gasps> too. I do this oh my to, god! I do this to a lot of people, and the fact that I still remember this is crazy. So I'm looking at. It, I'm like. Okay, so she's here. Second photo, she's cropped up more. So you're getting like very, very little of the low part of the bed. So you see almost like, you know, like I'm talking the crease of the bed, like where the bed goes up.
1: Yes. The corner
0: of the bed. So I'm like, before you could see almost the whole downside of the bed. The whole
1: thing, and you could see the top of the bed, the dog bed cushion. Yep,
0: and the second one was, no, it was cropped in so you could see it. So it looked more like photogenic. So I'm like, (sighs) is it really better or is it just the angle? Then is it just the lighting? Did she edit it? This is stuff that goes through my head because I'm psychotic did. when it comes to this stuff. Because part of me is like looking – i I'm one. If I can extract just a small a small like a idea difference. or a small dat, like p, d, data point that will make my – I'm always looking. Like I'm one. I'm always looking to improve. So if I can pull something from your post where I'm yeah. like – Even if it was like, oh, I got to start – I swear to God. I got to start taking more angles of beds – not from the doorway, but closer. So I crop out a lot of stuff and yeah. I have it more close. And I started to do this on, my, on some of my photos where I won't take the full, I'll take the full room, but I get a little more artsy with some photos. So I'll come in tighter on some shots because I think it looks a little more like artsy. And I've taken this from you and a couple other people. I know it's crazy, but
1: this leaves me. So one, I need you to am know. Am I pretty what, spot
0: on on what you did? No, I go absolutely. Look. You knew exactly my mindset because here's
1: why. There's a reason. The dog bed was cropped out because this dog bed is a brown and tan dog bed. It doesn't match anything in our room. Brady bought it. That explains enough right there. So had I bought it, it wouldn't have been in tan and brown. But it's okay. Whatever. It's a great dog bed. It's like an $80 dog bed. So long story short, we have a blanket on the dog bed because my dog likes to be cozy. He's a short-haired brindle, so he gets cold. So it,
0: wait, sorry, was this on your story? Was this on It's on photo? my
1: Facebook. I put it before and after. It,
0: wait, was it on Instagram or just Facebook?
1: I think face. I put it on my Instagram stories, but not my post.
0: Okay, I'm not seeing it on Instagram. But
1: long story short, I did change the angle specifically to avoid the dog bed because the dog bed is worn out because the dog is sleeping in it all the time. He I have to move it to my office during the day. And
0: How do you only have 572 followers?
1: I don't accept everybody. I'm not oh. I'm not public. I go gotcha. on and off between public See, and not because I'm a little freaked out by, uh, strangers seeing my shit. Cause I share like my house. So, so like in my head. So do you follow my
0: purse, my personal account or just my face, my business?
1: I honestly have no idea.
0: Like this one. Do you follow that one?
1: Are you kidding me? I didn't even know that existed. What is that one?
0: I, we're not saying that there. You're I,
1: trying to tell me that we're like good friends and that you would like tell I, me I things don't, I don't and I didn't know at- this Instagram existed. Oh. No, I don't follow this, but I'm going to follow <laughs> myself on it right now.
0: So, well, how do you do how do you follow yourself?
1: I'm going to type my name in so you follow me.
0: I probably do. See
1: it says Jordan Ducat Galen Trumbly and it's Matt Craig follow me and you don't. Talk about the ultimate betrayal. I follow you my do. personal.
0: Yeah, no, but now that doesn't make you, do. you follow me. I, so yeah, I have, well, I'm
1: going to follow you right now. See, Galen Trumbly just started following you.
0: So I, I, have, I have a personal in a, in a uh, business one. So I my just business. requested you. So, oh, Jesus.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't do the two different ones because I honestly, I feel like at this point, my name. So the difference is my name is my brand. You know, that you makes know I know it's
0: sense. crazy. These are people that are requested to follow my personal and I haven't accepted.
1: Oh my god, I know the top three people right
0: there. You know almost all of them. Probably. Oh my god,
1: I know every single one listed. Never mind, I lied. So, so
0: the, the, it's not it's not a bad thing. I just try. I really, yeah. I'm really like.
1: No, I'm the same as you though. I have a hard time. Like, I'm,
0: I'm very. I'll, I'll let you follow. And oh, a lot thanks. Of, and Thank a lot, you. You're worthy. <laughs> no, I mean it's not. It's basically my kids. But like, if you notice, like, when I go to sorry, think, think about when I when I go to like go through i have 1069 posts on my business page oh my god there's not one of my wife or my kids
1: i always okay so this is where i feel ultimately betrayed because i have creeped i will totally expose myself right now i have creeped your instagram and i have wondered because i have met gina a few times and i i just wonder is gina bothered that like your kids and your wife are just not anywhere on your business page and then i realized but no they're not a part of your business so like your your name is your business and then i'm like
0: literally go to my personal he's so private it's only kids and i wife. have literally just it's-
1: accepted that you're a private person and i've known that that's who you are and i've never thought anything like differently of it
0: since my but son-
1: now that i see this separate instagram account i feel since my
0: son was born i have one photo No, that's all your family. That's That's not not a picture of kids. or. I can
1: only see baby heads in those photos.
0: This is the only photo in three years. And it was actually a mistake. I meant to post on the other one. Oh my God.
1: I actually saw someone else who had the knife in their subway sub too.
0: This was uh, over two years ago. Everything else is literally... No, like, I
1: literally can see Gina's like Gina's face. I can see your face. I can see a lot of kids. crew. Yeah, I recognize and then, crew from across the room. Then you go to my business room. page
0: and it's just... Ran- Seriously? It's Seriously, and all you didn't stuff.
1: even tell me that was there. So that's funny. Whatever, I thought we were friends. There, there's so many people
0: okay. that actually request it. I just don't. I gotta actually... No,
1: that's me though. I, gotta, I don't...
0: I gotta feel... My problem is my Facebook. So a lot of times I won't sync my personal stuff from my Instagram to my Facebook because a lot of people follow me on Facebook that I'm not like... Yeah. Like a lot of clients and stuff, which uh-huh. is fine. I don't mind clients, but like I try to, I try to have a little bit of a separation. Yeah. Um, Not because like, like again, I spend more time with my wife and kids than anybody on earth. The problem is like, I don't like the idea of one, cause I'm kind of in like, I get it when like celebrities don't want to show their kids. Like yeah. I'm not that You have round, to have a privacy
1: no- a But, privacy but there's normal. a level
0: of, if I'm putting a lot of myself out there, even though I know it's on a very micro scale that I still want to have a level of, like, of my kids not being out. Now, granted... Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people know through Facebook, like, I'm tagged and if they're on there. So, it's not the greatest system, but...
1: No, but it's still personal because, like...
0: I find that Instagram is more intimate than Facebook. It is. So, if I have my... It's
1: because of stories, honestly. Well, well
0: and it's pictures. Like, yeah. Like, Facebook can be anything. It's not
1: an explanation. You know what I mean? You can well, have an explanation, but it's not common.
0: Like, no. Like, people can tag me on Instagram... People can tag me on Facebook but people are more likely to tag me on Facebook yeah. than Instagram. Yep. So my Instagram is very, I I mean, that's something I've always done. I mean, again, I've been posting on Instagram for five, six years. I've never posted a picture of my kids ever. I'm on Instagram. I not, know. Not and my that's business why I'm one.
1: always, I see them on Facebook all the time because thank God Gina posts them because I'm like, I don't see anything, but yeah. one, Crew has the best haircut I have ever seen on a toddler. Modified ball right But now. he's also a mini you. So yeah, it's literally your face stamped onto a baby. Well, he's not a baby. He's a toddler now. Yeah. And he's adorable. He's but cute, then but... when you add Oakland to the mix, I love she's, Gina's captions. She's just
0: like my she's just like Gina.
1: She has it's... the funniest captions all describing her. Like like when you mark the I look forward to your monthly
0: yeah like just hit it yesterday
1: literally and i'm i always like them too because i'm always like these kids are like my spirit animal because i can just feel on an emotional level how like crazy and funny they are like that day you sent me the snapchat of oakland like hitting the fake golf ball in the room while you were trying to watch um oh what's it called was it golf yeah but it was like the, the masters the masters yeah so you're trying to tell her to like stop doing that and you're watching the masters and meanwhile she's swinging away all by herself and you were like this is what parenting is and i was like but that is like m- what i expect my child to like do like
0: if, if i if i had to put po- like this is the thing like most evenings we get like i always tell people if you see me out and about on a weekend it's got to be a big event yeah because i'm home like i literally get home at friday night and i go to work monday morning and monday th- or friday from like whatever time i'm done till monday time i go to to uh work i will have a couple appointments on the weekends by appointment only but so I don't, I don't hang out on the weekends here's you will my not next qu- question yeah go ahead
1: this is a trick question and you're you have an audience here okay so if it's a weekend wedding are you going to attend my wedding
0: on a yes on a weekend Oh, hundred percent. if it's a wedding i will
1: okay so i can count on you being at my wedding
0: if you invite me i would go
1: yes I just haven't set anything out yet because of no,
0: COVID. You're fine. No, I, no, 100% weddings. So I, you
1: would go to mine? Yes, 100%. Oh my God. I must be VIP.
0: <laughs> no, like I, if you invite me to a wedding, because that's a big event. Like I, no, yeah. I would go to that. I've been
1: I, really informal about it though, because I literally, we don't know if we're going to be able to have 50 or like 60. If, if,
0: if you were to tell me for your wedding, if you were to say, no, no, sorry, wedding 100%, I would, I would go. And even if Gina couldn't go, I would go. Because I, I think a wedding is one of those things you just go to. Like, I'm saying, like, you go out sl- and... And now go- you
1: know my dad and everything, so, like, I feel like I don't mean to be cocky. Wait, am I going
0: to be able to take shots with, with uh, Filthy Phil? I
1: bet he's not a shot guy, but I bet you could get him... Are you
0: getting married locally? You don't say where, but...
1: Yeah, I'd go. Okay, so, side note. I'm going to put a little, like, uh, I'm going to advertise for my venue because they're my close family friend it's my mom's best friend they just bought a new camp called camp iroquois okay you need to look at the instagram you need to follow it okay side note it is a dope venue it's amazing it's cabins literally camp iroquois you need to look at it right now okay Okay. so this is where we're getting married it's literally a ceremony into a, a reception i think you and gina would have a have a blast at it so we actually didn't even send i sent save the dates out to like brady and i's best friends we didn't even send them out to like some of our family members, honestly, because we were like, "Well,
0: how do you spell, do you spell
1: Iroquois?" It's actually ADK Camp oh. Iroquois. If you type ADK Camp, it should pop up. So, it's a family business. It's actually a new business because it's never been used for wedding rentals before. Ooh. However, it's beautiful, and they're booking like family vacations. Oh, it's on the water, lakefront.
0: This is bougie. You, there's
1: a boathouse. You can have a boat. You oh can my rent God. jet skis. So, side note: If you're looking for a vacation, this is my uh, me linking my friends up with you. But this property has never been rented out before. It's amazing, and look at the pictures. Who owns this? My my mom's friend Yvonne and Joe. They're my mom's best friends. How many
0: how many units are buildings?
1: Uh, nine. I say
0: units, buildings.
1: Nine. There's a dining hall. There's the main house. There's oh a God. whole bunch of cabins. Um. There's the boat house. This must be the. And it's only a few miles away from Hotel Cernac. So Wait, it's a this, dope this, spot. What, is that? That's where I'm getting ready on my wedding day. That's the boathouse. That's okay. the upstairs of the boathouse. That right there. Okay. The so that you're not nope. getting married there. Okay. I'm getting married outside and my arbor is actually on the lake. <laughs> so we're facing our oh backdrop. God, dope. Our backdrop of the wedding is going to be the lake.
0: You know, what's crazy. And again, I talk about. Wow. I, so I talk about like not really knowing yeah. the area that well. The context I already have for this is way better than if if this was ten years ago. And I look at this and I get like I get excited. Like I'm not.
1: You could oh. probably get my dad to convince. <sighs> wow. You could probably convince my dad to take a shot with you at my wedding. He would probably only take one dr- with you. He doesn't you. drink. Oh, he pounds beers, but he uh oh. isn't a.
0: No, I just joking. I'm not a big shot guy, but like I drink beers for sure.
1: Um, no, wow, but this is pretty. it would be a blast, and you now know. Well, you met my sister and everybody. Yeah. You'd probably know, I know a, whole a whole bunch of people because a whole bunch of people are know local. Your,
0: I know your whole family and I've never met them together.
1: That's so funny.
0: Like, literally, I've met them all individually. You can meet
1: my grandpa, though.
0: I got to interrupt Grandpa Jack on this.
1: I know. I'd have to make him wear his hearing aids.
0: <laughs> this is pretty dope. He'd like be that,
1: actually a great so, podcast guest. So,
0: no. So, like, the whole idea is, like...
1: Did you follow the account? Yeah, well, yeah So, yeah. Yvonne and Joe actually... I don't mean to tell you who to put on your podcast, but they'd be a fantastic conversation. I ask you all the time. You should get...
0: You've asked... Like, I literally have a lot... Your recommendation... You should get
1: them on the podcast because they are so fascinating. Yvonne and Joe are the most down-to-earth people. Side note. So, and her daughter, Victoria, she lives in Saranac Lake. She's lived... She went to Paul Smith College. She's also fascinating. Olivia and Olivia is going to be the planner. So it's a family-operated business. And these people are, like, grinding to get this up and running. They are... Kick and Moody, because now they're turning this house property into a wedding venue, and, like, you know better than anybody. It's not easy to, like, make that. They already have multiple people involved. And it's going to be so cool, though, and I think it's an awesome business. So I'm all, like, excited, because also they're going to be, for my own selfish reason, she's my mom's best friend, so, like, my mom is so excited to have her here versus in Syracuse. Oh, yeah. But they should – you would love to sit and visit with them, because Yvonne is hysterical. You'll meet her at my wedding, obviously, as long as COVID moves on. But – It's so entertaining and so cool and she's awesome and she would be a great person for you to connect with.
0: Yes, I would like that because I I take all of your recommendations and I have them on a list. So like my list is actually funny. So
1: you do. That's why I kind of just don't feel bad saying like you should have so-and-so on your podcast. You do ask me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Have been on and these are all the people that I'm like.
1: Oh my God. Well, put them on the list. What's their names? Yvonne and Joe LaRae.
0: Oh, God, I can't spell it. Well, Yvonne. Y V
1: O N N E. Oh,
0: Y. That's, that's backwards. Yep. Yvonne and who?
1: And Joe. L O capital R E. Laray.
0: L O capital R E? Yeah. That's a dope name. What, what do they own again? Iroquois Camp?
1: Camp Iroquois in the Adirondacks in Upper Saranac Lake. Okay. And now that you follow the Instagram, perfect.
0: I'm just going to put Anna next to it because that. Clues me that I gotta talk to you about it. There's a, no, there's a few other ones that you've. I given could me.
1: totally easily come in and sit with you guys and listen to you talk because Yvonne you, is like the best.
0: I, no, there's a bunch. of people. But it's funny because like I go through, and there's people that I want to have on, and there's people that haven't haven't been on because actually some of these people have said yes. It just like COVID kind of up. Like I have a couple good guests that like I have lined up that that have told me yes that just said basically because of COVID like their job yeah. won't allow them to come on.
1: Oh my but, god! Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: Like so, like some of them are are a little more public, um, and some of the public people aren't necessarily open to it, like, yeah, because they would come. They said, yep. "Well, come on," but like job-wise, I really can't. So I respect that. So, um, but yeah, the, like weddings, one hundred percent, I go to. I'm talking like if if you were like, yo, let's just like go out and booze tonight. I'd be like, or let let's just like come to a party. I'd be like.
1: I assure Pro- you are... Probably not. Yeah, you need no, to come no, to our wedding. It'll be no, fun. No, no,
0: no. Like, like, wet no, wedding's 100%. Like, that's a big deal. Like, if you were just like a random... Hey, Gail, come to our house party on Friday night. Be like, I would love to, but I have, like, one, my wife yeah. doesn't want to go. And two, I have three kids and I got to wake up for tomorrow. So I'm... I'm yep. Out. And that, that's me on the weekend. No,
1: like, I feel you on that because yeah. I... I appreciate my uh I don't even have kids yet but I appreciate my home life more than anyone I know (laughs)
0: trust me I would love to go to all these because there's times where I'm like at home like man I really should go out but like I'm at the point now where you find as like a parent you there's stuff you just give up for kids like you just like like I'm just gonna chill at home and hang out on the couch and play toys and everything else on the ground and you know what I mean like sit on the carpet and play like cars and magnet tiles
1: scenario if you can't get a babysitter just bring them with you I don't care
0: no, 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 no. We, we'd be fine. No.
1: I think it'd be fun regardless w- because case- I've seen videos of Oakland and I just think I would label her as you my would, mini me.
0: You would love her. Yeah, she's great. She's
1: Yeah, if you ever need a babysitter, let me know. Uh,
0: I'll, I'll give you just Oakland. Okay, I'll just, just o- hang out just with her. Just Oakland would be fun. Do you know who
1: else would love your kids? Brady. Brady is way more of a kid person someone, than me. Um,
0: there's someone. Oh, oh. I, I Someone will say that in there, but I saw, I saw someone the other day. She told me where she worked and she said Adir- Adirondack Helping Hands. Do oh you know God. Brady? She goes, I do.
1: You need to... I need to know who it is. I
0: will after. after. And, and I was like, oh my God, do you know Brady? He
1: loves kids. He was, actually it's, has way it's, uh, more... Someone that
0: works with him, not a kid.
1: No, I know. I'm just saying like oh, okay. Ad- Adirondack Helping Hands. He honestly has way worse baby fever than I do. Really? Oh my God. He would have a baby tomorrow. He loves kids. Wow. And, but here's the other thing is kids love him yeah so like when we walk into a room i'm i'm actually a little worried for when we do have babies because like i'm start i never had baby fever the last few months though like as we like see ba- like when you had your baby i was like oh i could go for a baby like that that would be so fun I, and
0: oh yeah how, how old are you guys
1: 24
0: both 24
1: mm-hmm. okay so in my head, I'm like, I'm not ready. Cause I still am immature. Like I just told you, like the other night I was drinking wine all by myself and then Brady came upstairs and I was like grinning and my teeth were purple. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm still like my, I'm, I want to have fun in my, when I first get married in June, I want to have like a year or two with just Brady. Cause we're still in like the, my- we're best friends. So like we do everything together.
0: My, my, okay. So my suggestion to you guys, Yes. this didn't happen for us. But what I would say, I, no, it did and it didn't. Um, what I would say, we had kids soon after we got married. But what I would say is, wait until you're 100% confident you want kids. And the yep. reason I say that is...
1: Oh, as, he's 160%. Okay. I'm like 70. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> the, 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 the only reason I say it is because once you have kids, if there's stuff you haven't done yet and you want to do, do yeah. it first. Because once you have kids, you your time gets yeah it gets it gets sucked and it gets in a good way i mean your kids are great the idea though is that once you have kids your like i said your evenings your weekends like just like if you guys said like if you get done this and you go home and like we're gonna wrap this up soon if you go home and you're like you call brady like brady let's just like go grab a a bite to eat and a drink yeah and we do that often you could do that i would sit there and be like gene i'm on my way home Okay, get yeah. home. I'm gonna go home, put the kids to bed, then I'm gonna eat at 9 15 tonight. And yeah. I'm gonna eat leftovers. And it's like and the reason it's I say It's a stay,
1: change of lifestyle.
0: Hundred percent change. You punt a lot of your stuff. Like I like me, I like I liked mm-hmm. working out. And I like doing a lot of stuff. And then when I had kids, I like when we talk about like dad bod. Like dad bod's a real thing because you don't have time to work out. And it's yeah. like, can I work out? I can, but if I work out, two things are Three things are if I and I, I try to work out, but three things happen if I don't work out. Yeah, I lose time with kids, I lose sleep, or I, or I, less time that I, I do to work. So then, like for me, that those are my three big trade offs. So sleep, kids, work. So if I put anything in that, it takes away from those things. Yeah, usually what it takes away from is sleep. So like,
1: which sleep is so important. Well, the me. problem is if I
0: sleep, then my <clears throat> if I if I negate sleep, then I negate working kids because then i'm like a zombie and i'm just like not all there okay
1: so for my executive decision okay i won't have a baby but if you need me to babysit i will gladly hang out with mini galen's
0: okay mini galen
1: one two and three so i volunteer you don't have to pay me i just want to hang out with them perfect well because i think they're funny
0: kids are great i I absolutely love them i would not change it i also
1: love oakland's arm rolls does she still have
0: them? She's still she's so chunky. Yeah.
1: I love that. You, oh my you, God.
0: I'll show you a picture of her like recently. She's a little, like she's, such, she's, is one of those kids. She's,
1: she's so funny though. She has such a personality. So, so
0: when people, okay. So she, we got three kids now. So everybody's like, oh, how's it going with three kids? I'm like, honestly, the baby's adapting pretty well. The problem is Oakland has just decided to turn it up a notch. And I'm oh, like, God. and I'm <laughs> like, she was this cute little kid, loved her. Now all of a sudden she's like. I used to have to like pull crew away from Oakland and be like, "Okay, buddy, stop!" And, like they're in that phase where like they're starting to butt heads. Yeah. Now and before it was, "Hey, crew, stop it!" Oakland didn't know any better, and she was oblivious. She's like I don't know why he's mad. Now all of a sudden it's like, "Yo, crew, stop!" Now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, "Oakland, get out of here!" Like because she knows what she's doing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need you antagonizing him because he doesn't like it. And, like just go to the other That's side of the house. So funny. So now it just turns into like she's awesome. They just like she's just turned it up to the point where now she can retaliate the other day I'm like crew don't hit her so then i look over and two <laughs> seconds later she's hitting him in the back I'm like you stop it get over it." like it's just do a st- you
1: know who she reminds me of no my cousin ella she was solid really? as a little girl no here's something funny. does she have a sibling she has two boys like two brothers oh, okay that's side open. note she was the baby so she okay. grew up like standing her own ground she yep. was bigger than both boys yeah now she's not but she was solid when she was a baby my favorite Ella Rasko story, which just radiates over to <laughs> me, uh, is one... T- so um, Ella's dad is the chief of police at SUNY Plattsburgh. Okay. He was a detective at the city police for years and years and years. Fast forward to when Ella was a little girl and big, like big boned and stocky. She could take down any any little boy that came into her like, Vicinity. area. Vicinity. <laughs> yes. There was a neighbor. I won't say his name, but... There was a neighbor and he was a little scrawny kid like the size of her pinky and he used to annoy the crap out of her and she one day clocked him in the face and his her mom and her dad warned her like you can't hit people blah 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 but this was like a phase for her. She was beating the crap out of everybody and long story short Ella got arrested because her dad brought her to the police department and put her in jail (laughs) Then she was mortified like just, just to prove a point to prove a point that you can't hit the neighborhood kids and it's my favorite story because i was in the bathroom when she got brought home and she walked in the house and you would have thought like she saw santa claus because she was mortified and her mom was like her mom was like now do you understand why you can't hit people and now we look back at it and we're like do you remember that because she's also like really badly behaved and she's just a rebel And she's in college now though. So she can be a rebel, whatever. She's the chalk girl. Yes. Super artistic. Yes. Yes. Super talented. But she's hysterical. And she's my maid of honor at my wedding. And it's because she and I are just like chaos and nutty that just mesh together perfectly. And she... she No, she's only a sophomore. She's going to be a sophomore in college. Okay. So she's young, but she and I, I literally think she's the funniest person in my life. I'm not exaggerating. And she just has this personality of like, I don't care, like whatever. But she got arrested when she was a little girl by her own father. (laughs) and people would say like that's so screwed up but like she was so bad at like pummeling the crap out of someone that like they had to find a way <laughs> to like say you can her can't, a bit. yeah you can't beat a kid up that's four five years old she was a little girl she was like four and i can show you pictures after that's you're so just, funny you're literally gonna be like oh i totally get it because she really was she was that one that was like literally a foot taller than everybody yep she had like the arms and then everybody caught up to her so she's not that way anymore but she was like the fast growing middle schooler that was like the tallest and the biggest and the bad most badass and now it's like a family joke of like ella got arrested when she was five four or five she's got a record yeah and then i saw the so i saw on facebook one day people you may know and it was the little boy from back in the day i'm significantly older so like i recognized him because at one point He was coming to like our family events as like the neighborhood kid just showing up. And I just, in my head, I was like, oh my God, I remember the day that, and he was such a cry ass, such a cry baby. And I remember watching, like seeing the videos that he had posted because I creeped on his whole page. And I was like, oh my God, I remember when this little kid was such a cry baby and Ella would beat the crap out of him. (laughs) So that's the bad, the bad uh, jokester in me, I guess. But I feel like (laughs) Oakland's going to be like that. And I love it.
0: Oh yeah. She's a little brute. It's just
1: just drop her out at my house one day and I'll hang out with her. Because I feel like she's like, she and I could, we sure? could get along. Oh, I, I abs- would. No, yeah. I'll, I'll take her. I'm not kidding. I'll take all three. I love a baby. Like I said, I love to hold a baby.
0: I, I will give you, I'll just give you Oakland.
1: Okay, do it.
0: I think Oakland's going to be the one. Her. When I talk about like.
1: Does she like cats? Because I have cats. I have a dog. We don't
0: have a cat. Anna.
1: Okay, I know that, but don't get me started on my cats. We'll be on here for another four hours. I know I saw
0: your cat shirt or sweatshirt or whatever. Did you thing. like
1: my sweater? My grandma's sweater? My mom and dad got that from me. I for probably Christmas. I
0: probably liked it to be a friend, but I probably internally was like, God, why can't you, you be like a ha- dog person? Y-
1: no, not to be a friend. You commented and said hashtag prayers for Brady. That's because I, <laughs> I hate
0: cats. I hate cats. That's
1: bull crap. Brady, how many
0: cats do you have? Two. Oh jeez. Like if I was like I, black I, and orange. I hate I hate Brady. Is do you think Brady's a cat person?
1: He wasn't. But he loves the cats. I
0: think he's just being they, nice.
1: No, he loves them. He loves them.
0: I know I saw that. And I said prayers for Brady because you're sending they're me like So grandma cat, cats. No, grandma cat. No, cat. Nicola
1: and I were talking about this earlier. Cats are so underrated. My oh, cats were oh, raised with a dog. Nick they said think, that? Yes, because <laughs> my cats think they're dogs. They come to treats. They know the word treats. They sit for you. They let me hold them like babies. Me and Nick Zippy, are going to have a
0: very deep conversation. With no, cats. that's
1: fine. I just told her when she was talking to me about my cat, she was like, your cats are so cute. I went on like a 10 minute storyline of my cats. And then at the end of it, I looked at her. I go, don't ever ask me about my cats again. Like I have a problem.
0: You're also dressed as a cat right now. Yeah, I'm a cheetah. You and I'm Nick just... both have cheetah today.
1: I know. Maybe Nicola is my spirit animal. We seem she's, to have a lot. She's about the
0: size cat. of an animal. She's small. Yeah, she's teeny are you t- you're taller than you gotta be
1: oh yeah i'm taller than her and i'm wider than her how tall are you five three and a half
0: oh god she's four eleven yeah she's tiny she's teeny she probably had heels on and too. she's like a size zero she's tiny she's tiny yeah, girl she's little you know what's funny when she actually more power
1: to her though because i wish i was little
0: oh she, she's great <laughs> she's like she i always call her spunky because she's yeah, like she's tiny. no that's
1: a perfect way to describe her she's tiny she's a little girl she's also just fun She's great. She's actually a great. So I was around <laughs> when you were like hiring, and I think she's great for this position.
0: She like she replied, and did
1: you know it was her right away?
0: No, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't. I'm know exposing her. Nicolette. Well, you knew her before.
1: No, I'm saying like, did you know when you interviewed her? Like, that's her. She's gonna no, fit so perfectly what, here. So
0: what happened was I, so I put out the initial emails. I got something from her within the first. Uh, Day or I only had it up for like three days. Good, like I think I had like 12. Apps. That's a good sign <clears throat> though. Yeah, I, well, I only put it up for a couple days and I had like 12 applications right off. So, I'm like, God, if I can't find someone out of 12 people, then I'm, I'm like, so
1: didn't you get a lot?
0: Yeah, it was I think 12 people and I stopped it. I stopped it, I stopped it like at the second or third day. Yeah, I don't, I when I, I say third day, I don't, you had a lot of people I, when it was third day. I think third day was like I let it drag into the third day and I had a couple more come in that day and I stopped it, like I pulled yeah. it off. So, it wasn't long, it was up. And... From the moment she applied, she was someone that stuck out. And I yeah. the reason she stuck out was, I'm a big believer, like, tonality of email is a yeah. huge thing in 2020, 2021, 2022. Yep. Like, you have to be able to have a good tonality when you email people. Because email now is so common. that so you pretty much know. Well, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't know because I didn't know her. I didn't know who she. I literally, I, I didn't recognize her name. I
1: would never guess that though. I would have assumed you knew each other.
0: No, I didn't know her, and uh, I knew a couple of people that applied, but I didn't know her. And she, um, I liked her tonality, and tonality is one of those things that's hard to teach because I think it's a natural thing. I think you have a good tonality. I like. I try to have a good tonality when I'm speaking, because you do it from a standpoint of. There's got to be a communication level. There's got to be, yeah. like, I call it like a brand language. You yep. have to have a good language to what you're saying or speaking or posts. Yep. So, whatever. So, sheep applies. So, good, like it. Then I invited everybody in, and eight people showed up.
1: Oh my God, you put them all in together? Oh, yeah. I oh was my like, God, I would have, like, I, peed my pants. I was like, I didn't know you did that. That is so bad. That is intimidating. No. Yeah,
0: I don't care. I, was like, I mean, you're
1: the least intimidating boss, but I would have been like, oh my God, this guy is like a crazy person. <laughs> so I literally opened it up. I said, if
0: you're you're interested, I gave him Will a, you
1: tell me the other people who applied after this?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I will. I, I don't, don't know. know if you'll know everybody, but I will. I um, know a lot of people. Okay, I will. Um, Just so,
1: kidding, I know. <laughs> so, so I was like,
0: who do you know? So no, I'll show you. I'll tell you. I'll, pro- I'll pull up the email. I still have all the emails. So Amazing. I'm also one I don't delete a lot of stuff. So if you've sent me a correspondence in the last like- hmm, Seven years, I probably still have it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I come from a business that people try to come back and say- I you save my on. emails, though. Yeah, I I'd save it more just to cover my what ass. What we were
1: talking about in the hallway today, the reason I was not ever in trouble was because I covered my ass and I had emails.
0: Yes, I, I'm the same. I, don't, I
1: am a believer in logging you know, your my, emails. You know how many times
0: I BCC myself on emails? Almost no, every seriously.
1: Email. BCC is like a saving grace I save life.
0: it. I have every email saved. So, um, text, too. I don't delete text, ever.
1: I don't really delete text, either.
0: If I, I, can go- I do
1: eventually, but I go literally like eight-month intervals.
0: Oh, I'm over eight years.
1: Oh, my God. That's crazy. I, I Your can- phone is probably slow.
0: No, no, no. That's why I have a lot of memory. Oh, okay. you want me to go you're all... I like will you're like a serial killer. I will go... <laughs> why while- we talk? I will go all the way back to my emails or my texts. Oh, so- my
1: God. Oh, my... Okay, that's, that gives me anxiety, already anxiety. right Wait. there. Oh my God, no. Oh, we're no, still no, halfway. No, 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 Wait, no. let's go.
0: Let's go. Let's go. All
1: the people that you have on this podcast, I'm disgusted. January 25th,
0: 2013 is the first text.
1: Okay, bad. Bad, 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 bad.
0: January 19th, no. 2013. January 25th, no, or That's crazy. So I'm looking, it's funny because I'm looking, ooh. <laughs> i not going to say, but I keep going through and it ha- literally 2013. These are all 2013 texts
1: oh my god oh, i'll show you
0: one funny one after i'll leave that open we're almost we'll wrap it up and i'll yeah. show you so um this was
1: a great podcast though
0: yeah just random you random. did great um so
1: i feel like we talked about a lot of things that like uh without people saying like they you know relate funny? to it i
0: don't even think i've said you were on the podcast today that's fine you'll be entitled i'm a stranger
1: That's it. i'm a stranger to the podcast if
0: you haven't recognized your voice yet so um i forgot where we're going with that but
1: i forgot too i just thought we had a really good like heart to heart podcast
0: yeah it was good okay
1: a realist podcast.
0: Yeah, we get we got let's uh, let's stop there. oh, 224. Favorite number 24.
1: Nothing is a coincidence. Illuminati.
0: <laughs> Illuminati is like <laughs> freaky. Um
1: and now I'm Oakland's babysitter, so we accomplished something. That's
0: perfect. James will be pumped to picked up another babysitter. So Um, What are you doing Friday or Saturday? I'm just kidding. I'll take her Saturday. No, no, we're going out. Uh, Her birthday was uh, yesterday. See, my
1: least favorite thing about babysitting was always going to someone's house. So I will totally bring her to my house.
0: So I've had to just drop her off and pick her up.
1: No, I'll bring her home. I don't mind bringing her home if you're like going out and drinking and driving. But I love to be able to be home with my animals.
0: Gina doesn't really drink and I have like a glass of Okay,
1: well, if you guys ever want to go on a dinner date and you need someone to take the three kids, Brady and I will volunteer because Brady will kidnap your children and I'll hang out with Oakland and then we will bring them home. No, I'm dead serious. Like we really will.
0: Okay, Saturday. Um, No, so uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. We got to go. It's getting late. I got to go home. Um, That was good. That was fun.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah.
0: maybe maybe we'll have you back on
1: maybe probably i'll check my busy schedule you've probably i think i'm on six well
0: you know seven you know what's crazy okay so i mean six or seven but this is episode 113 so when i always like i I reach out to people i'm like man like i should have him on i'm like your dad was on like a month and a half ago
1: yeah he was on a while ago it was actually still kind of warm out
0: which which is weird because i look at people i'm like ah, I just had him on. I look back, I'm like, it's been six months. Like, that's not a lot of time. So, I like, very rarely do I have repeat guests. Like, I I wouldn't have you on like in two weeks. Yeah. Like, my guess is- No, I don't blame you for that. You would probably come on in April is my guess. It's like by the time I get through, everybody be like, Anna, you want to come back on? You're episode like 130 and you'd come back I've never said no. Yeah, you're pretty good about that.
1: Yep. You're you're, a short- I enjoy it though because I just like to talk.
0: You're a short- um, I have a group of- a few friends that if I'm in a pickle, I'll have them come on. Yeah. And I had a guest last week. Because you're the first guest since Gary Douglas. Gary
1: Douglas. I saw him on the sign-in sheet. Yeah. <laughs> um, COVID sign-in.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're the first guest because I had someone last week. They had to cancel. We can't reschedule. Yeah. Someone's coming on tomorrow. Um And I think I talked to you last week. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like Tuesday. Yep. And you're like, oh, I'll come yep. on. So it was kind of like... I have a few friends that I can kind of call on because I like to put one out a week. Yeah. So if I don't, I usually, if I'm in a pickle, I'll reach out to like you or a few other friends. I'm like, listen, next week, are you good? Or like Monday, I'll be like, can you come on Thursday? And you're like, yeah, that's fine. So like, I yep. can still stay with that schedule. I'm like a
1: mile down the road.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, pre-kids too. Once you have kids, that will not be as good. So I usually, my kidless friends are the friends that I usually reach that's out so to. That's so funny. Um, all right. That's it. Episode 113, Anna Hewitt. Check her out. AnnaHewitt.co. Um... I don't know. We touched on a lot of stuff. I don't even remember half the yeah. stuff, but it was good. That's it. It was great. All right, episode a lot one thir- hundred and thirteen. Now I
1: have a lot of questions for you.
0: Next podcast.
1: No, that we can't talk about on the. podcast. Oh, all right. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're, we're, we'll probably spend another half hour talking. All right, that's it. One thirteen, and we're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling: G A E L A N. T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.